Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 101. That's I don't like how you odd that. to say. Of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. <laughs> I'm Katie. And I'm Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start all over. <laughs> now I'm going to have to think of a new no, name. No, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Alicia McLeod. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Alicia. Today we will be discussing chapter 28. Of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Goff. 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 The madness. Oof. Of Mr. Crouch. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're wet. You're ready to <laughs> swerve into the details. But before we begin, and before I go to Mink's Mouse Tales, we have a new wizard among us. Is a, it a new wizard or a returning wizard? It's a returning puff. Mm. An old wizard. <laughs> I like to call myself an old wizard. Sticklebats McGee here. Oh. Back. All right. You know, it's the just... last time you were on an episode, like for Tiffany's maternity leave? I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me just take over here. So, <laughs> I'm just going to sip my coffee. What has happened in Harry Potter? Like, what's going on? Hmm. Since you've been here? Like, if you could give me like a one sentence summary. Oh, we get super famous. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We're really super famous. Super famous. So, like, were the Hufflepuffs still eating food? Like, yeah, always. always. Okay, the Slytherins were still being bad. No. no. And the Ravenclaws were still being, like, too smart for their own good. Yeah. Like, and Gryffindor uh. is team popular over there. <laughs> Queen Bee still. Run. <laughs> That's basically the gist of it, right? That's what's happened. Yeah, sure. Okay. Cool. Well, where have you been? I'm all I'm, I'm all caught up now. Um, yeah, where are you? Well, this wizard kind of comes and goes. Okay, so I've been uh, in and out. What, wow. What? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Phrasing. Okay. Phrasing. I've been in Middle Earth for a little while. So. And? Hanging out with uh, galaxies. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, I was hanging out with Frodo for a while. We threw. We're getting ready to throw the ring in the fire. And um, spoilers. It. Well, we're getting ready to. I don't know if we're going to. I, <laughs> Because to be honest with you, spo- major spoiler, Frodo doesn't throw the ring in the fire, okay? <laughs> so, it's not Frodo. Um, yeah, and then uh, been in a galaxy far, far away. Hold on, I have a question. Yeah. Who's Frodo? Who's Frodo? Yeah. Wow. Frodo Baggins. He's the main character in Lord of the Rings. Who's a Baggins? Wow. <laughs> this is really that good. Was good. <laughs> that was good. Schmeagle. I'll do readings for you. Yeah, Frodo's just the main character. Who He's a ring bearer, you know, pretty big deal. Do they have rings in Harry Potter? Like, are there like magical rings? Yes. Yeah. Oh, like what? Like yeah. which ones? Have you read the, the books? Horcrux? What the Horcrux? Yeah. That's a magical ring. Yeah. Because they turned it into magic. <laughs> well, it belonged to Killed Slytherin. Let me ask you or, another question: Are there Slytherin? any invisible, you know, rings that would, you know, make me invisible? It didn't belong to Slytherin. It was the Marvolo ring. No, I want a ring. Okay. Correction. All right. 
What? As Sarah said, I that. said it's it belonged to Slytherin, and I was like, wait, no, 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 Marvolo. Yeah, riddle. It was a riddle family ring. Yeah. As Sarah said, it it made Dumbledore's hand sick. Started with his hand. Interesting. Oh, that's right. Vinny said there are invisibility hats. Really? That's pretty cool. Huh. Well, uh, yeah. So I don't know, guys. That's I've just been in uh, in space and in Middle Earth and All over. everywhere else. You know, Westeros too. Been over in Westeros yeah. as well. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Let's go. It's over. I know it's done. <laughs> My life is over now. Oh, we had to shut it down. So, anyways, how are you guys though? Do good. Silence. Busy. They're wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone corrected me. It's the Gaunt family. Yep. I know what I'm talking about. Not the Riddle family. Ring. Gaunts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tom Riddle. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, we're not on that book yet, and I haven't read it in a while. Elaine so. Prince, she's just some lady. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen, Linda. 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 Listen. Linda, Linda. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So to um, our old wizard, we love you. It's been real. Glad to have you here. He'll he'll pop in and out, I'm sure. (coughs) Weekly profit time. Yeah. So this is fun weekly profit news because it is... (laughs) Because Ezra's not. (laughs) No, because it's it's not just like Potter news. It's Swish news, which I always like telling people. It's it's just more exciting. Swish news. So, um, oh, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? I know that there are a lot of listeners, which I'm super excited about, coming to the Wizardly World of Kent in Kent, Ohio. Where's we- that? Kent, Ohio. Never mind. Did I ever tell you the story about our roommate? He called a hotel and he was like, Hi, my name is Chris from Kent, Ohio. And I <laughs> stared at him and I'm like, They don't care that you're from Kent, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Fun story. So, um, anyway. So, uh, Wizardly World of Kent is happening on July 27th, and Swish will be there. We are not only going to have a um, a booth. No, what's the word? A tent. Tent. Spot. A spot. I always Table. say booth. Yeah. 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 So we're going to have a booth, and then... Um, a booth. <laughs> and we'll be there all day. And our booth will be right next to our poster booth, Akio Designs, which we're going to sell all those posters there, and they are discounted, just saying. Not... They're cheaper than the website whenever you come to Wizardly World of Kent. But we are hosting trivia again. And they're going to have a sign-up sign up sheet for trivia at Wizardly World. And then once it's filled, it's cut off. So if you guys want to be in on our trivia, you want to go sign up early. We will post all over social media where that's going to be. We might not know until the day of. It's just going to, like, we don't know how the setup is yet. Is it? Are we going to do five teams of five? Seven teams of five. Ding. I can't reach. <laughs> and even if you don't get on a team, you can still come watch. It's a big area. Yeah, yeah and it's Oh, fun. it is a big area. And it's fun. It fills up fast, though. Yeah, I will let does. you know that. So yeah. it fills up fast. And that was our... That was only our first time doing it and last we year. And and it And Oof. it filled up really fast. People don't take trivia lightly. I know. And, and we will have prizes for the winning team. And if you're an adult... Against a group of kids, they still might beat you because they were crushing it last year. Just yeah. saying, oh my God. Yeah. don't yeah. underestimate like, the kids. We did, we did like we thought it was going to be all adults. So we made like really difficult questions and stuff. They knew them, and so then we're like, oh my gosh, it's only kids. <laughs> so we were yeah, like, we Let's saw them. All the easy ones, and then I, they and like the three of them asked the questions, and I did like all the calculating of the answers. 
And then I'm hearing the kids around me like, oh my gosh, that's so easy. Oh, that's so easy. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, go back to the hard questions. Go back to the hard questions. And they knew them. They did really yeah. good. So we're hosting trivia. We don't have a time for trivia yet, I don't believe. But we will let no, everybody know as soon as we know. I assume it's going to be sometime in the afternoon. Hopefully. Maybe. I Hopefully. don't. Before or afternoon, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. But I, I hope in the afternoon. What yeah. time does it start, Meg? I think 10. I think I 10 as well. 10 to like 8 or 9. Parking to is going to be rough. This fest gets bigger and bigger every year. They so have parking early and the, often. They have parking at the high school in Kent, and then they have free shuttles that shuttle you into downtown, which is nice. Okay. It makes it a little easier. Yeah. Um, we are also doing a live podcast during the fest. Uh, we are not positive what we're going to talk about yet, but if anybody has any ideas, feel free to send them our way. We are down for it, but we're going to record whatever that live podcast is and we'll put it out to everybody who can't make it. Um, and then also Sunday morning, because I know a lot of people are traveling. So most of you are staying overnight in Kent on Saturday, which is so awesome and so exciting. So just to thank everybody for coming so far to just hang out with us and meet us and come see us talk and everything. We're going to be hosting a Swish breakfast and it's just going to be in downtown Kent, um, basically where we have trivia. We're just going to meet everybody there. We figured it would be easy. Everybody's going to know where it is. They're going to know how to get there. The parking won't be an issue the next morning because it is like it's it's not going to be busy the next day. So we're just going to bring like coffee, donuts, maybe bagels, just to have like a little breakfast buffet for everybody just to like mingle and chat with us and and hang out in the morning so yep <laughs> eddie can someone swing by and pick us up from the uk to ohio that'd be great thanks <laughs> i'm on it that would be awesome i on heard that you way. guys are going to disney next year and i'm That's jealous cool. so but yeah so um it's coming up we fast. hope to see everybody there we're really excited we are going to have some merch for sale we decided because couple people asked for it. Yeah. Um, so we'll have some stuff there available for sale. Just like we're gonna get it right yeah. away instead of, you know, ordering shipping it on the internet and all that. Um, we'll have free buttons for everybody. We might make a second button just to like change up the design for people who maybe came last year and got like our original buttons. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be I'm good. I'm very I feel, nervous. I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous, but like, I just think it's going to be a really fun time and it's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun. I was very emotional last year when it was It over. was just really overwhelming. Like we did that live podcast and so many people came, even yeah. like people who weren't listeners yet. Yeah. And it was just really cool to see that. And I still laugh because we we're like, does anybody have any questions? And then Lacey out the gate was like. Your feelings on Snape. And we're like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, all right, let's talk about yeah. it. It was so funny. That was great. <laughs> and I know a handful of the girls who were there last year are coming back. I can't wait to see everybody again. I can't wait to meet new people. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So if we really want people to come to this event, I just want to let everyone know that your favorite Swish and Flick host <laughs> will be there as well. So you are some people. This is being recorded, so there's proof. So if you don't show up, so you can't like go to. Stuff I'll like be Esther there. I have been. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, I have been two years in a row. I've been there. Okay. True. Okay. Nice. So you know, um, plan is to be there. Favorite switch and flick host right here. Sorry, Katie. 
What? I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love every no, time he cool. talks about something, he always apologizes well, to, to Katie. I don't know like, why. I'm sorry, Katie. It's because like, he sorry. loves Katie. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I don't know Katie. why. Everybody else. She's in the house. But do you think she's easily offended or she's something? My I just worry, you know, like. Got no worries. But he doesn't worry about the rest of us. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't worry about the Slytherin, the judgy Slytherin over here. Who oh just my gives you the lord! Beady eyes. There's no way I, I, I can't win. So you know, I mean. What does that mean? No, I'm kidding. Mm. Wow. Can I talk in your mic? No. I love you. Get away from the green. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I got the green. Sorry. It was green. Said green. I did say it. I'm not going to say it again. Green. Your green is over. My green's over. Time it's now yellow. yellow. <laughs> it's like you suck some helium. We should do that one time. Can, There's can a shortage, Katie. There is a shortage. Can Terry read her nope. recap? Oh, oh my God, do on. it. People want no, it, Katie. People I, want it. I can't do it. Today. Just let her be. You do you, Katie. Mm. Go be do. Go be do. Go be do, Katie. Be Terriet. Oh, my God. You oh, need it's Harriet. You need Terriet. someone. Can you do a Terriet or a Harriet? What would your name be? Sarriet. I can be Terriet. I don't know. Marriott. You like, like Marriott. I like Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, then you'd be Carriot. Because if we do that, except for me, I would be Sariot. You'd be you'd be you'd be Carriot like a carrot. Mm-hmm. You'd be Marriott like, like a Marriott. Marriott. And then Tiffany would be Terriot because you know she's trash. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how would you say with him Harriet. Harriet. Oh, he's like a, a English Harriet. Harriet. <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys, a recap. (laughs) So I'm doing a recap of our last chapter episode because the last episode was number 100. And and we can't recap it because we haven't done it yet. yet. (laughs) (laughs) So last chapter episode, Ron was being a little bit exaggerating on his tale of his underwater hostage situation. A little. Until Hermione put him in check. Um, Karkaroff is hovering in Snape's class and he shows something to him on his left arm. Mm, what that's all about. Left arm. Mm. And oh. most importantly, Harry got to see Sirius again. So, Sirius. Alrighty, Rooskies. Time to summarize the chapter. So the trio, they send a letter to Percy and then they go to visit Hobby. Except to visit Hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, they go to visit Dobby because they have his presents that they want to give him. And of course, Ron with like, you know, a little snack skier too. <laughs> they see Winky, who uh, they can no longer recognize. She's literally covered in filth. And it seems like she's been self-medicating. She's missing her master and, you know, she's keeping his secrets. Keep the secrets, y'all. Keep the secrets. We don't. Her- <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Hermione starts to get unwanted mail, and Hagrid gives her some help um, after a great class featuring the Nifflas. Oh, the Nifflas. Nifflas. And then Ron learns a gold lesson that's upsetting for him. Hermione wants to know if if and how Rita was... Um, Rita. If, if and how Rita has a school bugged. Rita. Rita. And they finally get a response from good old Percy. The four champions find out what the third and final task is. Those are two things that you could have dinged for. Crumb. <laughs> Crumb has a few words with Harry. You know, like he does with everyone because he doesn't talk a lot. Crumb. 
Harry oh, finds a disoriented oh, Mr. Crouch and tries to get help for him, but things go astray. Both Cargroff and Hagrid get heated, and at the end of the night, Harry's just happy to be away from an angry Hagrid, and he can't wait to tell Ron and Hermione what happened. This was a loaded chapter. It, yep. Like, and I love... Like a big baked potato. Like a really big baked potato. And I love With how... bacon and cheese. <laughs> this Supreme is where things <laughs> really start to pick up. Some yes. chives. <laughs> you bacon. know how like you can always <laughs> tell in a book when there's a turning point like Salt this <laughs> like this is the turning point of Goblet of Fire I, I agree. think I agree yeah, yeah. Uh, are well, you like, done hold on let's talk about turning points do you think the whole series turning point was Frank dying at the beginning of this book that was a series turning yeah, that was point this is that, no yeah. that's what I said oh yeah yeah in terms <laughs> of the we li- no but we literally said that I know, but I'm just thinking. But we're just turning re- points in general. Mm. And all of you are like, "That's the serious turning point." I'm like, "I know, I literally just said that." Oh, I did th- you? I thought, the, <laughs> I thought like, the serious turning point was when we saw Snuffles. I thought you said serious. Like I was like, "Oh, series. are you going back to book three <laughs> series?" Um, turning I agree. Point. Yeah, that. And then this, yeah. though, I think is this book's turning point. Though, Correct. is this the middle book? Technically, like a chapter in in five is the middle. No, no, no. I mean, like book wise, because there's one, two, and three. Then there's four, and then it's five, six, seven. Yeah. So like we're right, right in the middle. We're at the rising action. You could say I that. know words, literary things. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see it right now. It's out of control. Um, did you have coffee? No, you didn't. You had a refresher. She had a I did have coffee. Morning. My mama. My mama got me coffee. Mm. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> this also has caffeine. <laughs> Let's go. Here we go. So, up in the alley after breakfast, the trio plans on sending a letter to Percy to ask him about Mr. Crouch because, you know, Weatherby would know. And <laughs> this, <laughs> this is what Sirius suggested. So, Hedwig, um, he's, not the, he's not the owl for the job. Or she, sorry. Oops. Is not the owl for the job because, um, you know. You can't have snowy owls going up to escaped convicts. So they she said, mad. <laughs> they she said, mad. <laughs> no, don't they send Hedwig for? Oh wait, no, they do send. They Hedwig. do, but then like serious. No, said. this is for Crouch sending the, or the sending I am to an Percy. idiot. Redo. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Redo. Redo. Like so they do send Hedwig for this. Um, because she's not going to be used to go to the convict. Got it, got there it, we got are. It. Here we go. So off to the kitchens. And they go and they give um, Dobby socks for his hard work in saving Harry in the second task. Ugh. There's a lot of misspellings right there. Oh, Dobby. Dobby. Hobby. 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 <laughs> yes. The house elves are pumped about seeing the trio in there. They're bowing and they're curtsying and they start making them tea. And of course, Dobby is super happy about his present and he starts crying. Oh my god, that's so cute. I know. Is it? And Ron, being Ron, is getting as much food as possible. And so he starts mentioning some eclairs and as soon as he does this, there's like um four house elves and they're like bringing this silver platter okay. of eclairs. Hufflepuffs need to be in sync if you're going to be hitting the bells. Not there. Oh, he's the amateur over there. Oi. I know that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just kidding. Um, but Hermione's super annoyed by this because Ron had just eaten breakfast. Like, she's already, like, you know. Ron is me right now. They're, like, relationshipy. 
but not yeah. in a relationship. Like mm-hmm. you just ate. Plus she probably doesn't want them doing like extra work. So, um, but Harry has the great idea to send some food to Sirius. And then they were delighted to bring some extra food. So at this point, Hermione asks about where Winky is. And it's, this is like so sad to me. So she's over by the fire and Dobby suddenly changes. Like he goes from like super happy, really excited to see them. He's got socks. Life is great. (laughs) I got socks. And now we're talking about Winky, right? So he got really quiet and sad. It says, quote, Harry looked over at the fireplace, too. Winky was sitting in the same stool as last time, but she had allowed herself to become so filthy that she was not immediately distinguishable from the smoke-blackened brick behind her. Her clothes were ragged and unwashed. She was clutching a bottle of butterbeer and swaying slightly on her stool, staring into the fire. As they watched her, she gave an enormous hiccup. (sighs) She's hard to distinguish from the smoke-blackened brick. Yeah, that's intense. That's that's a lot. I mean, it's kind of like it's a, months. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's like the correlation with like that and like how when you are you get so depressed you can't like wash can't, your hair. You like, literally I can't this do anything. Thing. This girl was like so depressed for months that she never like didn't do anything with her hair and she had a big huge mat in it. Jeez. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things. Like you're so depressed, you're so sad, you literally can't do anything. You, you know what I mean? Like like yeah. thinking yeah. like. Washing, like going and taking a shower is like one of the hardest things you can do, you know? I just, it's it, sad. It's it, very sad. It's so sad. Um, and Dobby informs them that Winky is drinking six bottles of butterbeer a day. We know how strong like butterbeer is for the house elves. So mm-hmm. like it does a little bit for like a human, but it does a lot for a house elf. Well, I mean, if you yeah. think about like... Well, like people who don't drink a lot, like a little bit will make them tipsy. Whereas somebody who like has a glass of wine a day, it does. It takes longer for them to feel it. Even like size wise, if you correct, yeah, right. Like Katie, one drink and she's tipsy. Well, like both me, that's not how it is. Well, like her and Tiffany don't drink really ever. You know what I mean? So not to say that I drink a lot. <clears throat> but like if I'm going to have like, say well, I had like you two have beers, a glass and wine. I, I wouldn't yeah. feel it where Tiffany had two beers and she's going to be like yeah. feeling it, <laughs> feeling it. <laughs> feeling it. Oh, blink 182. <laughs> um, Winky is desperate to go home. Not her home anymore though. To Mr. Crouch, because she still thinks that he is her master, but technically according to Dobby, Dumbledore is now her master. I don't know how that works. Because isn't she... Is he paying her? I don't think she took money. I don't think she would. I don't know. So how does that exchange work then from... I wonder if Dumbledore was like, do you want me to like be your new master? And, you know, she was like, so, like, whatever, yeah. And I wonder if that in itself is like a magical contract. I think she just went with Dobby. I don't, I but don't the, think... But is he technically her master, whereas, like, free she elf. literally has to do what he said? But no. Dobby... No, Dobby says that Dumbledore is Winky's master. But I don't know if he means that, like, literally, because if he wanted to leave, he can, and Dumbledore's not going to say anything. You know what I mean? I'm talking about just Winky. I understand that. I think, too, she could just go and leave because she's a free elf. I think it's that just a it's title. the terminology yes. that, that Winky decides to use, or, like, that's just what is used for her because she understands that. 
which is messed up. My thought is that she feels like, so she's not like Dobby, right? She wants that master. She wants that life. That's That's what she wants. So I wonder if she just like was so desperate to still have something that's house elf to mm-hmm. her, you know, she doesn't want to be free. So she said yes to Dumbledore. And that's yeah. why I didn't, I see, I see, but he's not making her do things, which is why she can sit here and drink. And I whatever. don't think, I think she just was went along, like didn't say yes or no. Just like, I think Dobby was it. like, you just have to come with me because you have nowhere else to go. Hmm. Maybe. That's how I viewed it. Like she's not even saying like she's just so you going think through she's the motions. A free elf, but Dobby is just like, oh, Dumbledore's her master now. And and I think just for her, it's like you know, she's there not doing anything at Hogwarts except drowning in her own sorrows. Mm, I think I think that uh, he's her master now. So just a little differing. Yeah, I think both make sense. It just is. How you portray it in your mind, yeah. you know? I mean, we don't really know, so. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. But I don't think Dobby would use that term if it wasn't, like, you know? I, I think they use that term as, like, instead of, like, I have a boss, like, yeah, yeah. that's my, like, that's their boss, that's their master. That's mm. just the language that they're using. Because they don't ever say, like, oh, he's my boss. But, like, does, no. but does Dobby call Dumbledore his master? I think so. I think he does. I think in a, a couple chapters ago, he was calling him his master. Can someone find that for me so I can know? Okay, so Harry opens up a can of worms after this. He asks Winky if she knows anything about Mr. Crouch because he has stopped coming to the tournament, and Winky basically loses it. She goes, stands up, swaying on the spot, and this whole hiccup-filled speech about how she needs to take care of Mr. Crouch because he can't take care of himself. And then Hermione butts in and says <laughs> that other people can do their own housework. And then Winky gets even more upset at this. And she goes into saying some interesting things, um, kind of like uh, a Hagrid thing, if you will. Kind of, yeah. Um, quote, Master is, and I'm not going to hiccup every time, trusting Winky with the most important, the most secret and then Harry's like, what? And she shakes her head very hard, spilling butterbeer down herself. And she's like, Winky keeps her master's secrets. Um, and she's swaying big time now. And she's frowning at Harry and her eyes are crossed. And she says, you is nosing, you is. Winky must not talk like that to Harry Potter. Dobby comes in and um, he says, Harry Potter is brave and noble. And Harry Potter is not nosy. And Winky's like, he is nosing into my master's private secret. Winky is a good house elf. Winky keeps her silence. People trying to pry and poke. So, I think you should have hiccuped. I don't know why I want to hiccup. That's a lot of hiccups. Um, he is nosing <laughs> into my master's <laughs> private and secret. <laughs> That's what Jim Dale does. It's funny. Oh, gosh. <laughs> There's an article on Pardomore. It says, why house elves are totally better than wizards. Um, and it just goes into a couple of things like they don't need wands. Um, they could perform like big time magic that wizards can't, um, going above and beyond, uh, basically just like Dobby stealing your hearts. And then there's a little bit about Winky. 
It says, um, Winky, on the other hand, has always behaved exactly as one would expect from a house elf. She was different and apologetic, willing to sit at the top box at the Quidditch World Cup, even with her fear of heights. She was distraught when she was let go from her position with the Crouch family and failed to adapt to her new position at Hogwarts. Descending into despair and drink, and even when treated so badly, she refused ever to speak ill of her family. And I gotta say, like, that's a really good quality to have like no matter is what is thrown at you you keep your word and you are loyal and i really yeah. really like that about yeah. mm-hmm. about winky i think winky's a hufflepuff i think she's puff yeah i think a lot of house elves would be considered hufflepuff because of their loyalty you know mm-hmm. yeah and i think we went into her um profile before correct at the beginning of the so. book um winky has a little profile on here it says originally mr crouch's house elf Winky ends up working at Hogwarts after she is fired. Um, it says her mother and grandmother also served the Crouch family. So, like, that's that in itself, too, is a huge blow if your family served, you know. And and then you're the one yeah. that gets fired. Yeah. Mm. Skills are housework. <laughs> okay. But, so, that's just a little bit on little Winky there. So after this hiccup-filled speech, she passes out, and she slides right off her stool. And six... Oh, I know what H-E is. House elf. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot your abbreviation. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I hate myself. <laughs> so I was tired of writing house elves out, so I wrote H-E. So anyway, six <laughs> house elves come forward looking disgusted. At her, mind you. And they cover her with a checked tablecloth. And it was almost like, to me, covering the body at a scene scene of a crime. You know, they're so embarrassed by her that they cover her. Yeah. And then they leave her. So it's literally this little house elf. Just covered. Just covered by a fireplace. And they just let let her go. And they apologize for her behavior. And they ask Hermione not to judge them based on Winky's behavior. And then Hermione goes into a speech. She's had it. She said, oh, for heaven's sake, Hermione cried. Listen to me, all of you. You've got as much right, uh, just as much right as wizards to be unhappy. You've got the right to wages and holidays and proper clothes. And you don't have to do everything you're told. Look at Dobby. And it's Dobby is like, I'm out. He goes, miss. (laughs) Miss will please keep Dobby out of this. Dobby mumbled, looking scared. And the cheery smiles vanished from the faces of all the house elves around the kitchen and they were suddenly looking at Hermione as though she were mad and dangerous. And so at that moment, other house elves show up. They give them their food, which was a large ham, a dozen cakes and some fruit. And then they quickly kick the trio out of the kitchen. And Ron is mad. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, oh boy. I mean, Hermione's not wrong. No, but... My biggest thing is I just feel like you should, if you're going to talk about it, you should have the house elves' opinions because they're the lives you're changing. You know what I mean? Have them be sitting at the table having the conversation of what do you want? Mm -hmm. Because Dobby even goes before when he was talking about it. He's like... He knows he's different. Well, he even knows. He's like, well, Dumbledore offered me 10 galleons a week and that's too much. He goes, I just really want to work, but I know I also want to get paid for it. Right, because he wants to buy So he's like, I don't want to get too much money. He's like, because I don't need it, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a difficult thing. Like, just going, like, back and forth, and I don't know. 
I don't know. You can't push people to do things. I'll right. just say that. Right. Okay. True. So Ron's really mad because he feels like they're not going to be able to go back and they, they can't press Winky for more information. And Hermione's like, no, you're just mad because you can't get any more extra food. I hear that. I'd be mad too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Harry is over the both of them arguing. So he takes the food to the Owlery on his own to mail it. And Pig is too small to carry it all on his own. So two. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Two screech owls help him out. And um, Harry's taking a moment. And I like this because he just like pauses and he's looking out the window and he's watching this like lumpy care package fly off into the distance. (laughs) And it says, quote, Harry leaned on the windowsill, looking out on the grounds at the dark rustling treetops of the forbidden forest and the rippling sails of the Durmstrang ship. An eagle owl flew through the coil of smoke rising from Hagrid's chimney. It soared tor- toward the castle, around the owl- owlery, and out of sight. Looking down, Hagrid saw... Nope. Harry saw <laughs> Hagrid digging energetically in front of his cabin. And Harry wondered what he was doing. It looked as though he were making a new vegetable patch. As he watched, Madame Maxime emerged from the Bobatons' carriage and walked over to Hagrid. She appeared to be trying to engage him in conversation. Hagrid leaned upon his spade, but did not seem keen to prolong their talk because Madame Maxime returned to the carriage shortly afterward. I love him pausing and just appreciating the things. Mm-hmm. All the things. All the things. Do you think she was apologizing? I think she's trying to. Yeah, she's I trying agree. To get, you know, his attention. I like this moment because it it's like Joe's way of telling us a lot of information in a moment where Harry is just taking a pause because I mean, not like, not like necessarily important information, but she's kind of like catching you up on some things or like foreshadowing. Or some like things reminding that are happening. you, like reminding you that this relationship is still valid. Right. And, and like, yeah. And then also like telling you, Oh look, Hagrid is doing something. And then we're going to see that with the Nifflers. Like that's actually what he's digging. He's like preparing for class. So that's kind of cool. And I like that she uses the word energetically because that makes me feel like he's, he's so, so excited. He's about super it. excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. too, uh, with Madame Maxine, it comes up in the end of the chapter, um, how he feels about her now. Correct. Yeah. 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 We kind of hear a little bit of what might've happened mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's that eagle owl. Doesn't Malfoy have an eagle owl? He does. You know what? I would Google it. I'm does. like, who has an eagle owl? <laughs> yeah, it's Malfoy. Malfoy. I, I wonder. wonder. I wonder what. I wonder. Oh, do, do you, you think he's talking to Rita? Oh, you see yes. it later on that he's talking to when he's talking into his hand. Is that no? But I like. Do you think he's sending her mail? Well, it didn't Pops. say there's anything in their hands. Well, maybe oh, it already delivered and it came back. Or he could just be out for a little. I almost said a little swim, a little uh, <laughs> not flapping of the wind. Sore. Not swimming. Sore. Hmm. Soaring. We're flying. I don't know the rest of the words. Did Malfoy notice Karkaroff showing his dark mark? Um, Malfoy? I don't think so. Okay. I was going to say, maybe he wrote to his dad. But this part struck me as a little awkward. Harry stays and watches Hagrid until it's dark and he can't see him anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like one of those things, like it's like a mindless thing that you're just watching him like. I guess. I was like, oh, (laughs) watching Hagrid. Maybe his mind wandered. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It said, um, Harry watched Hagrid until the darkness was too much and the owls woke and took off into the night. Those owls are woke. Katie. <laughs> I wonder what what was so too much about the darkness. 
I live in the darkness. Oh my gosh. So at (laughs) at breakfast the next day, Ron and Hermione were back to being okay with each other. And the Gryffindors were not punished because of her. So Ron, I didn't add this in. Ron thought that, um, maybe the house elves wouldn't make the Gryffindor food as good or at (laughs) all as much because of them. They did get punished because what's not there, Tiffany sausage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So instead of sausage, they had bacon, eggs and kippers and they were as good as usual. And I was like, what's a kipper? I think I know, but tell me Click that link, babe. It's a fish. I call bacon and eggs bags. It's um, a type of smoked herring. Sorry, guys, not a fan. I like some smoked salmon with some cream cheese and some capers. Delicious. No thanks. (gasps) It's so good. Anyways, it's just just like a small, it's described as oily. And it's usually split into a butterfly fashion from head to head. From I feel tail like you're to head, me. along the dorsal <laughs> ridge, gut and salted or pickled, cold smoked over smoldering wood chips. See, typically, it's oh, if it's smoked, pickled so, kippers. I haven't had kippers. I'm not into it. Eddie apparently thinks not they are it. delicious. From our Discord chat, he is from the UK. Makes not sense. You are in the minority. A uh, minority of like us or Eddie or other people or is too. It, do you think it's not even popular over in the UK because I feel like it's always at breakfast things like whenever we were over there like we did a couple breakfast buffet things like always there well but like yeah. if you think of like a full um at least I know in Ireland like a full Irish it's got the black and white pudding mm-hmm. um and it's always ever like people don't always like that's that's something that not everyone's gonna like or like haggis yeah but like with black and white pudding, it's on. Like if you're ordering a full Irish breakfast, it's going to be on the plate. Yeah. And I will eat both. I think I like the black one better though. How many times have you brought up the pudding in this podcast? Black and white. <laughs> Total. Are I you don't obsessed? Know. A lot. It's so good. Okay. All right. You have to admit that it was good. What? It wasn't. It, it was wasn't okay. bad. I thought but, it was. And then one's, it. one's it better fun. than the other. Yeah. And I just never remember which one I like. So then I eat both. And then I was like, oh, I remember I like this one better. Honestly, yeah. I think it's more of a mindset thing for me. Yeah. They really didn't taste bad. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, mm. just like that. That's like, like when I ate cow tongue. Yeah. Like yeah. haggis. Yeah. I mean, haggis out. actually wasn't bad. It's just a mind game. Tasted like meatloaf. Yep. I, I swear to God. Look at me. I am like one of probably the pickiest eaters you know. Yeah, sure. It tasted like meatloaf. Hmm. How was that smoked salmon? <laughs> It wasn't cooked. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't cooked. Um, it was. It smoked. So I have a question. Back to Harry Potter. Can we? Real quick. <laughs> Is it okay? Yeah. What's up? Are you reining us in now? Uh, no, I just... I, so, we're talking about elves, and Hagrid's got a little issue with the... Tissue? Yeah, with Maxine and being <laughs> the giant's blood, right? Isn't that sort of the issue? Yeah. Well, he's half giant. He said to her, basically, like, you're half giant he too, right? Right. So, I have big bones. It seems like there's like an identity, you know, situation, like crisis thing for someone like the, an elf, you know, and then whether you have, you know, um, giant's blood and stuff like that. I don't know. Just thought it was interesting. Also, do the elves, like, why are they in service? What's the whole, what's the whole backstory it's on that? Do we know? History. I think Good that's question. just, yeah, I think it's just that they were like born into it many moons ago. Wasn't there a great war though changed. between them? With goblins. How did slavery start? It was probably, yeah. Yeah. It just started, and the, they were a minority, and they didn't feel like they had a voice, and I, it, they just went with it. I feel like it was, like, wizards 
being like, no, you're going to do you're this. You're below us. Probably yeah. pretty harsh. Yeah, but like slavery ended because people stood up for themselves, whereas the elves, for whatever reason, are so brainwashed that they just don't But with want, slavery, they, like, just they, s- they snatched people away from their homes. Right. Like, they just right. captured yes. them and then brought them to America, and they're like, you're lesser, and they're like, well, but that, but Yeah, that, but, like, how did it start with the elves? It could have been similar. Like, I'm, oh, you're yeah. lesser. I'm gonna, you know. Yeah. But are they lesser? Because that article no. says... No. Nobody is they lesser have, as... Well, I know, I know. Magic. Yeah, I know. they have big-time magic. But, yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, they're... They don't magic, need wands. Um, apparating right. where some people can't. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially uh, when we think about uh, the Malfoy's basement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, they're no, they are absolutely 100 percent not lesser at all. At all. Where are we at in this podcast? Kippers. Kippers. Kip, 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 kippers. So. Hermione seems to be expecting something when the post comes that morning. She's looking eagerly for her daily profit because she is now subscribed, as you should, to this podcast. Um, then one... Katie. I don't think this is a good bell. Then uh, switch. This one. There's one right here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Now so, I got two bells. So one gray owl came down and landed in front of her plate. Then four barn owls. Then one brown owl. And one tawny owl. Ford. What was color? Oh, oh, I was thinking another brown color. I, I think I was thinking tan. A total of seven owls, guys. Oh, hey. nice okay, catch. nice catch. Um, <laughs> so she's reading what was written in the letters and saying how ridiculous they were. These letters are ridiculous. <laughs> exactly, and they're not even handwriting this one, but they were. Letters cut out of the Daily Prophet, so like, like ransom, notes. like ransom note style, right? And it stated, "You are a wicked girl. Harry Potter deserves better. Go back where you came from, Muggle." That's I like how, nice. like, is that how it's written out in the book? But it just reminds me of whenever people write stuff about like trolls on the internet. And how it's like alternating <laughs> letters. Yes, um, that's actually I copied and pasted it from the Kindle <laughs> thing, and that's what it gave me. It's funny. It just it makes me think. Like, I wonder if they thought they were going to be like nowadays. If you eat, like, if anything's like written and typed, like you can figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. there's your a super, handwriting mm-hmm. analysis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, I wonder this, if there's a spell. Like Revealio yeah. to find, to find who out who the author yeah. of the letter is. Yeah. Um, good point, Sarah. So then another came in and it says, Harry Potter can do much better than, than the likes of you. You deserve to be boiled in frog spawn. Oh so mean. Okay. But this is just like people today who yeah. think they can do anything behind a computer screen. And Preach. Have no consequences. Preach. And you can't. Well, and like people like in America. Is this yes, magical you Twitter? Have, yes. <laughs> You have freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of consequences from that speech, mm, you know? Right. I'm just saying, like Taylor's song, say it in the street, that's a knockout, but you say it in a tweet, that's a cop-out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, here's my thing, though. <laughs> I am a firm okay. believer in karma. Mm, yeah? Yeah. Mm. And um, I'm going to leave it at that. So, you know, take that with what you will. So... Unfortunately for her, the last one had a yellowish-green liquid smelling strongly of petrol, which is gas, and it went all over her hands and (laughs) erupted into yellow boils. And I said, people suck. Like, that's, like, dangerous. Like, remember back in the day when people were sending anthrax through the mail? Like, that's some terrorist. (gasps) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a while. 
man. A long time. It's been a long it's time. It's been a really long time. I want, I want that boinged, whoever's <laughs> editing them. Like, I'll truly, like, what kind of a human being do you have to be to send really all, terrible hate mail or something that can hurt, literally physically yeah, hurt someone? Yeah, like, that reminds me of, like, the anthrax scares and stuff, you know? like I literally stuff. just said that. Oh. Welcome. That's why I said got the it. S word. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's Swish. horrible. Yes, Eddie, to a child as well. Yes, I mean, you nobody, know, but you know that, like, that's not. Well, first an adult. of all, people don't like the fact that like Victor Crumb is all about her, and then they're like, "Oh, it's Harry Potter now too." Like these two famous-ish guys, like, and then there's this plain girl they're talking about because a lot of people are like, "I'm so much prettier than her," but Pansy, no, you're not. Whoa, I got real. <sighs> Do you know what Pansy looks like? Pug faced. You Pug know, face Parkinson. Regardless of her look, she's ugly on the inside. Yeah, like <laughs> don't be mean, people. <laughs> when you said that, just like made me she's laugh. Ugly on the inside. Ugly on the inside. Quote: Undiluted booboo tuber pus. A booboo said Ron, and I can see him. Picture this: picking up the envelope and gingerly sniffing it. He's not dumb. Undiluted tuber pus. Like, like, I need you to say it. I said, okay, uh, Ron, when, when did you become no. the big old magical plant enthusiast? <laughs> <laughs> so Hermione's like, ouch. And tears start welling in her eyes as she started to rub the pus off her hands with a napkin, but her fingers were now so thickly covered in painful sores uh. that it looked as though she were wearing a pair of thick, knobby gloves. Oh. Knobbly. It's so freaking sad. So she heads off to the hospital wing and Ron reads one of her letters. I read in Witch Weekly about how you are playing Harry Potter false and that boy has had enough hardship and I will be sending you a curse by next post as soon as I can find a big enough envelope. Ron says, blimey, she better watch out for herself. Let me also say this. If you don't want to get caught, especially nowadays doing horrible things, don't put it in writing. Right. <laughs> also, if you are in a situation where you're like, mm, this seems a little fishy, put it in writing so you have proof. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, also, also just, don't be so mean. Don't. Just yeah. Don't do horrible things. Hashtag. No, but be like, a if you're in a person. situation like, say you and your boss are having issues, put everything in writing mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. have it mm-hmm. in writing. You have proof. Yeah. So you're, like, yeah, you're gonna get caught. Like, don't don't be mean, people. I don't get it. I don't. Why are you sending a, a child some hate mail? You're nasty. I don't like You're it. You're gross and nasty. Don't like it. <laughs> That's what we say about Alana when she's the best. Get gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's it's green. Okay, go so, green. Hermione, um, because she went off to the yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were saying something to me. Understand? Got it. Um, So Hermione went to the um, hospital wing and she did not turn up for herbology. Um, And Pansy calls after Harry and asks if he's split up with his girlfriend, which like, first of all, none of your business. And second of all, you're the one spreading these lies with Draco to Rita. Get out of here. Yeah. bye. Get out of here. She's not a nice human. No, she's not. She gives Slytherin's bad name. So Harry and Ron head to Care of Magical Creatures after Herbology. Hold on. Think of how you could put that in the song. She gives Slytherin's a bad name. Do you know the song? What song? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
But what's the actual lyric? I don't know. You, you give, give love a bad name. Oh, that song. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, you I like it. A bad name. Uh, so Haggard had said <laughs> last lesson that they were finished with unicorns, Aww. and when they arrive, there are new crates there. Yeah. And Harry's like, "Oh no, is that more Scrooge? <laughs> more Scrooge?" But it is the cutest animal in the entire Wizarding Say World. Look, Florence, the Nifflas, the Nifflas <laughs> are back. <laughs> we're gonna catch them. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Nifflers. <laughs> um, so they are black, fluffy creatures with long snouts, and their front paws were curiously flat like spades and were blinking up at the class, looking politely puzzled at all of the attention because they're adorable. I can just picture this. Oh, my God. I know. It's so the cute. way that she wrote it, it just, like, gives you a really great visual of them just, like, looking up at everybody, just kind of, like, tilting their heads, like, why are you interested in me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cute. You got some gold? You got some shiny stuff? <laughs> nifflers. Um, you mostly find nifflers down in mines because they like sparkly stuff, so they're after all of the gems and gold. Um, They are useful treasure detectors. And as if on cue, one of them tries to bite Pansy Parkinson's watch off, Uh which is hilarious. Um, The patch of dirt that Harry had been watching Hagrid dig last night was for today's lesson because Hagrid had filled it with gold coins. So each person was going to get a Niffler. And whoever's Niffler digs up the most gold would win a prize. So the Nifflers have a little... Do you Potter think that morphing. they are the ones that are like, I like gold. <laughs> what if it's Fantastic Beasts in the next movie and then the floor learns how to talk? <laughs> I like gold. <laughs> Look, um, the chat, someone, yes, Vinny, of course. <laughs> so there's an extract from Fantastic Beasts on Pottermore about them. It says, the Niffler is a British beast. Fluffy, black, and long-snouted. This burrowing creature has a predilection Predilection. Predilection for anything glittery. Nifflers are often kept by goblins to burrow deep into the earth for treasure. Though the Niffler is gentle and even affectionate, it can be destructive to belongings and should never be kept in a house. Guys. Tell that to Newt. This is a thousand percent me. I am a Niffler. (laughs) I like shiny things and I'm destructive. I could I could say that I'm pretty similar because uh yeah, I destroy houses. My then. house is destroyed. I don't understand what happens some days. Nifflers live in layers up to 20 feet below the surface and produce 6 to 8 young in a litter. Oh, little nifflers. Baby nifflers are the cutest. So there's also another Pottermore article if it will let me. There we go. They have a little not like a fact file kind of, I guess. Um, but there's this really cute little picture of the one from Fantastic Beasts with the purse, the red purse. And they have their little fact file that just says can be destructive, should not be kept domestically. Basically the same thing that I was yes. saying. But there's a really it's cute me. illustration of them in this like dirt getting all the gold. I don't know. It's just really cute. We'll post it so that you can see. How many things can they keep in their pouch? Oh, my God. A, ton. a lot. Think of like That's Hermione's question, little though. beaded bag. It's, That's what I'm it's like magically just delicious. <laughs> what do you think a Niffler would taste cool. like? Ooh, the poor thing. Metallic. That is terrible. 
<laughs> so Harry picks his Niffler, and I'm guessing that the way that like they keep track of it is because like the Niffler knows to come back to them and give them the gold. So like their Niffler goes in and brings them back the gold, and they like you make a pile. Say it adorably, Niffler, Niffler, Niffler. Niffler. It's just cute. Muffler, Niffler. I don't know why I said that. Muffler. This is the cutest little image, though. It says, it put its long snout in Harry's ear and sniffed enthusiastically. It was really quite cuddly. Have you ever had an animal sniff in your ear? Yes. It's like the cutest thing. It really is. And it just like makes you laugh because it tickles. I like it. If, you has a ha- if it hasn't happened to you, find an animal, stick their nose in your <laughs> ear. It's great. But make sure it's like an animal that's not going to eat you. Like, right, you know, like a cat. Or a cat a would be good. Or like a bear. Yeah, that- Good advice, sir. It was easily the most fun they had ever had in care of magical creatures. The Nifflers dived in and out of the patch of earth as though it were water, each scurrying back to the student who had released it and spitting gold into their hands. Ron's was particularly efficient, and it had soon filled his lap with coins. Ron asks Hagrid if you can buy Nifflers as pets, but Hagrid is like, I don't think your mom would be pretty happy because they wreck houses. And then Hermione shows up and looks absolutely miserable, and her hands are bandaged heavily. Pansy Parkinson was watching her beatily get a life. I think that, like, she's her Draco word. They're jelly fellies. Oh, you know what I mean? yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah, lots. for sure. Like, she's jealous that Hermione's smarter than her, and she's, she's cuter than her. She's with she Harry Potter. She's a better human. She gets attention because she's friends with Harry Potter. Blah, and blah, she's blah, smart. Blah, blah. Yeah. And she's pretty, and she's just Hermione Granger, the queen. And she's dating Victor Crow. And Harry. Thrupple. <laughs> Full life. Hagrid says it's time to count the coins and tells Goyle not to bother stealing any because it's leprechaun gold and it vanishes after a few hours. Important. Hint, hint. Piece of information. Super important. Um, so Ron's Niffler won, and his prize was an enormous slab of Honeyduke's chocolate. Do you think it's like as big as it was in um, oh, American yeah. Musical? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The entire budget was spent on that chocolate <laughs> bar. The trio talks with Hagrid after class, and he asks what Hermione has done to her hands, and she tells him all about the hate mail. And this makes me feel so bad, because then Hagrid says that he got hate mail, too, after Rita's article about his yep. mom. She's yeah. a life ruiner. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, don't worry, karma. said Hagrid gently. I got some of those letters and all after Rita wrote about me, mom. You're a monster and you should be put down. Yet another, yet your mother killed innocent people. And if you had any decency, you'd jump in a lake. That's so horrendous. Because yeah. what happens yeah. in real life where people are like, you should just go die. Yeah. Like, are you serious? That is so messed up. You have no it idea really who that person is on the other end that you're writing to. You don't know, like, their mental like, state. You only know. Correct. Correct. There was one guy that went around and, like, talk, I don't know if it was a guy or girl. They went around and talked to people that left horrible comments on their, like, social media. And they're like, why did you, do? like, he called them out, found them, and called them. And, like, asked them, like, why they did it and, like, had a whole conversation with the people, blah, 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 blah. What was, was the reasoning? A lot of, I think the person was gay, so they were, like, homophobic people oh. and so they were like well why'd you do it? and they're like you don't even know me why would you say this stuff and he was super nice about it he wasn't like yelling at them he just was like i want to have a conversation like why would you write something like that mm. so i don't i don't take i your don't understand elsewhere uh, but you know what take your hate elsewhere. i'm glad i don't understand yeah 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 that's a good point too. you know yeah i don't want to understand that i know yeah um, so Hermione is shocked, and Hagrid just says that, like, they're nutters. Don't open any more letters if you get them. It's not worth it. 
Look at how much Hagrid has grown since he just had his, like, I mean, he broke like, down. Like, he was low. Yeah. And yeah. they brought him up and made, I mean. He and now he's trying 80. to console well, Hermione like, about it. Yeah. Think about, like, at the beginning of this podcast when, like, I was reading reviews. And obviously I know that, like, I'm, this is not tuning my own horn. I'm like, I'm the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like, I'm the one that, like, I always tell people, I'm like, I'm the one that, like, is a bit of a wild card. So, like, if you aren't going to like someone, it's probably going to be me on the podcast. And at the beginning I was like, oh, my God, like, people hate me. I need to stop doing all of these things. Things, and I was like, eh, no, nah, it wouldn't be as funny because, like, I'm the, the favorite. Like, though. I don't really care. Like, <laughs> the, like, 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 I don't care anymore. You don't like me. Bye. Like, here's the thing care. with negativity, though, is like, more people will take time out of their day to be negative than to be positive. Mm-hmm. So much energy wasted. Yeah. Yes. So, like, like, put your energy into something productive, something yeah. that's right. going to, like, do spur good. goodness. Yeah. yeah. Like, for, like, for Hagrid and Hermione, like, who is sending them positive letters? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Who writes, like, there are people, thankfully, and, like, thank you to everyone that's done this, who have written amazingly positive reviews about our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like people don't yeah. always think to go and write a positive review. Yeah. Like, if you go and eat at a restaurant and you're on Yelp or something and you have a bad experience, the first thing you want to do is tell people about it. So you go and you write a negative review. You go and write a negative review about a podcast you listen to. You go and send... I mean, not everybody does this, but send letters and say how much you dislike this article or whatever. Mm -hmm. But how many people take time out of their day to go and say, Mm -hmm. wow, I had a great experience with this podcast. Wow, I had a great experience with this restaurant. And think about just telling someone. That's what kind of sucks about the Internet, though. Just like in like the whole rating system and everything. It's like, yeah, you know. I mean, we have an overall, like, positive review. Correct, And, yeah. like, a lot of restaurants, like, do, thankfully, because there are a lot of people that put mm-hmm. out the positivity. But the fact that one person's review can, like, knock down so much mm-hmm. is just... Well, and, like, sometimes the people who write a negative review for a restaurant or something, it was, like, a total fluke. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's, like, a lot of times when you're reading the negative review, it's, like, something you already might think of yourself. So you're thinking, and like, you're, you know, yeah. oh, my gosh, I, like, I don't know anything about Harry Potter. And then someone comes out and be like, Sarah doesn't know anything. Like... So then I'm seeing it going like, oh my gosh, like people really know that I don't know as much. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't be allowed to be here. But now I'm just like, you're right. I'm like, and I'm learning. Like I've read the books. I'm like not nearly as much as everyone else on this podcast. I'm like, but that's what makes me fun. I crack jokes. That's my personality. Yeah. You're essential. Two things. One, some people will put like a one star review and be like, they were on a napkin. It sucked. Like get over yourself. Honestly. Like that's (laughs) worth a one star review. You were at a napkin napkin or something. Like something stupid. And then two, I probably talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, I want to challenge everybody who's listening, like, today, like, go out, say you see someone walking on the street, you think their hair is killer, tell them, like, don't just think about it, because you don't even know, they could be having the worst day, or they could just be down on themselves that day, or they could be fine, but that'll just, like, lift them up. I've done that before, and, like, you just see the smile on their face, like, oh, wow, thanks, that took, that caught me off guard. Some lady at CVS yesterday said, oh, cute dress, and I was like, (laughs) Right. Well, like, right? Yeah. Has, has it ever happened to you where someone gives you a compliment and you get mad? No. No. Right. <laughs> we're going to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's, well, I will say, like, I'm horrible at taking compliments. So people are like, so, oh, you don't say. Like, I'm like, yeah, thanks. Like, I'm not. But, like, I don't think I'm as funny as people think I am. Some people are like, you're hilarious. I'm like, oh, I'm not funny. Okay. Half the time my jokes are like just me being a horrible human. And I'm not joking, but people yeah, think I'm sorry. I'm. You're not a horrible human. You're a garbage. I'm a garbage <laughs> human being, and I am trash. And no, we go yeah. together. 
I like that. Such message, a long though, tangent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Like today, the day that you're effort. listening to this, go out. Just go. Just stink and nice, man. Yeah. It's all like. Just be nice. It yeah. takes like literally saying, "Hey, I really like your dress." Will change someone's yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really will, and it'll make you feel good. It made too. me feel. Or great. like if you like their kicks, their shoes is what I meant. Not kicks. I'm not a cool kid. <laughs> or their hair, you know. It just yeah. takes yeah. a second. Just be nice. Small, yeah. Small acts of kindness make the difference. They do. <sighs> okay, Agreed. is that our soapbox for today? Yeah. yeah. Be stinking yeah. nice. Don't be mean, because mm-hmm. you know it's gonna come back to bite you. It will. It will, I you guys. Not, like you, whatever you put out in the universe, you're going to get back. Mm-hmm. Correct. So if you want good, positive things, go be do. Go be do. Go be do. Go be do. That's the title of this episode. Go be do. Go be do. Go be do. Tiffany made And then parentheses, nice. Um, so Ron is sulky after the lesson, and like they they don't understand why. But then he asks Harry. Like, why didn't you tell me about the gold? And Harry isn't really sure what he's talking about at first. And he's like, what? This is such an awkward moment. It really is. It's like sad a little bit. It, 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 well, yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's a hard, it's like one of those hard topics because you like. It is. Yeah. It is. But all, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's got to talk about difficult things. Let's go, Meg. Yeah. So. um, People should talk about their feelings. (laughs) Yeah. And Harry's not really sure what he's talking about. And then Ron is like the gold at the Quidditch World Cup for the Omnioculars. And Harry's like, oh, I didn't notice that it had gone. I was more worried about my wand being missing, which is valid Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, And then Ron just says, must be nice to have so much money you didn't notice a pocket full of galleons goes missing. But should he have said this though? It's I mean thinking these I mean, things is something. I think that yeah, he has right. kind of had this on his mind though more than like I, I feel like it's like hitting him book, more. Yes. It's hitting him more this book than okay. it has in the past. Yeah. And it's something that is just like always in the forefront of his mind that he's poor. He has less. Yeah. Like yeah. think about I think especially like the Yule Ball. You know, like he's he, so rich in other but ways. Like, think though. about, did you really know I until know. you were older? Like, I didn't know that we didn't what have a that crazy meant. ton of money when we were kids. Like, because we talked about like I going, think like, I was in parents, like we would fifth go or sixth things, grade, and I was like, like, oh, we don't really have a whole lot. <laughs> you, we were older. Like when I was a kid, like I didn't realize that you know. Um, well, because like when you're a kid, we, I didn't get just... to do a lot of things that like I again I'm the youngest of four, so I had kids on my street that were only kids that they went to camp every year, and I wanted to go. My parents couldn't afford it. You know what I mean? I also yeah, wonder if like expensive. I feel like Percy would have things to say about this. So I wonder if Ron learned a little bit more at a younger age about it, and it's mm-hmm. been stewing with him for much longer than and he sees normal Fred and because George. of but because of mm-hmm. Percy. Yeah, you know, because I feel like Fred and George wouldn't say anything no but because he I sees but i but i feel like getting more percy would be the person to sit, wants, to, like, to like complain about neg- it yeah yeah yeah, like yeah in a negative way being like we have no money you right I, mean? I wish mom and dad would have done mm-hmm. blah blah blah, blah, blah they could have, have done money. like because we even see later on he's like had dad not gone the route that's exactly did, what i was thinking you know of. he he could have had a better job and he could have done mm-hmm. that and all that stuff um, but his love for muggles and whatever blah, blah, but blah. in in defense of harry though there are times where i forget like i've got 20 bucks somewhere and then it's a very nice surprise to put your hand in a jacket you haven't worn in your yeah. best There's kind of price right and like it's a surprise I, <laughs> like i think that you know, that's probably more so like what Harry was getting yeah. at. It's yeah. his, but, it's, it's, but in Ron's innocent. mind, it's like, oh, wow, well, that must be nice. Yeah, like I want that kind of problem. You but know what honestly, I mean? like, almost like a first world problem. Like Harry never had to worry about money. And what I mean by that is that 
like Dursley's never like the gave Dursley's him anything to do, but he never had anything to do with his money. You right. know what I'm saying? Well, like so you, it, he doesn't think about it. Harry yeah. is not used to having money. Yeah. Is and I don't what think I'm like, getting, is what yeah, you're saying, I don't right? think Ron so. realizes that. Like Ron knows him as a guy that has all of this money because his parents are dead and it was sitting in a vault. I'm assuming gaining interest and like they already had money. Like James had money from his parents. Like, so yeah, he's coming into this being like, this is Harry Potter. He's already famous. He's got all of this money, but Harry's going into this being like, I'm a freaking wizard. Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I'm going to be able to be comfortable, but I'm not, he's not used to having new things. He's, he's not used to, being able to provide for himself at all. Money's just never been a thought in his head. Yeah, right. Whether he like didn't, he didn't have, have it anything. when he didn't have it and wh- now that yeah. he has it, it's still yeah. not a thought. Yeah. And he was just like, because he's not used to it, but he had this pocket full of gold and like saw these really awesome things at the World Cup. He was like, you know what? I want to get these for me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And it was really just like, it was an act of kindness on his part. I don't think he really ever even cared about like the Christmas present or whatever. Like yeah. that's not really yeah. what it was about. And it's just, I know I do yeah. that with my friends. I'm like, I'm like, I'll like my cousin will be like, Oh, I don't have any money. I'm like, well, I'll buy you dinner. I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's a give and take in a relationship, any relationship really. Like, you and I, I do coffee back and forth. Yeah. All yeah, like you get it once I'll get I'm like by the end of the day like or the years like whatever like it evened out am I gonna remember like I know there are people in my life that are like you owe me you ate one chicken nugget and they'll Venmo me they've not done this but they <laughs> this has not actually happened it was me it was my but chicken nugget they'll be like you owe me 50 cents for that nugget you ate like I'm not that type of person like you ate a nugget I don't care kind of thing right. you know 10 I mean? pieces yeah. of a chicken nugget yeah 10, 10, 10 pieces, pieces of a nugget of a nugget <laughs> I do have a friend though, or a cousin that um, every she's like once in a while she goes, "I'll Venmo request a dollar for my friends for a friendship fee." <laughs> oh, <laughs> just because she thinks she's being funny. God. It's Colette who does that, <laughs> and she goes, "Sometimes they pay it." <laughs> oh, oh, I God. love Colette. Oh gosh, yeah, that's, that's funny. Um, so Ron here is muttering that he didn't know Leprechaun Gold vanished, and he really had thought that he paid Harry back for those omnioculars. Yeah. So he just kind of was like bummed about it. Well, and I think, too, he's probably feeling a little foolish, you know? Yeah, like, oh, oh well, yeah. shoot, of course it's going to vanish. Why yeah. would they have dumped all of that money in the crowd and, like, it would be real, you know what I mean? And so how nice. often are Wizarding Families going to be talking about Leprechaun Gold anyway? You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So it doesn't surprise me that, like, he's and from a wizard family, like, he is doesn't that how really know about this. Bagman paid the twins, right? Yes. Yep. So then Ron tells Harry... Well, you shouldn't have gotten me that Chudley Cannon's hat for Christmas because I never paid you back for those. And <sighs> Harry's just like, Ron, just forget it. Like, it's it's not a big deal. And Ron is like, oh, I hate being poor. And Harry and Hermione, like, probably feel super, super awkward in this moment. <laughs> and they're, you know, they don't really know what to say. And Ron says, it's rubbish. I don't blame Fred and George for trying to make some extra money. Wish I could. Wish I had a Niffler. And now we know that's why he asked Hagrid if you could have them as pets. I feel like this way now with like student loans and like being Honestly. girl. Ugh. I, I wish would, I could win a lottery. Y'all the swish hang would look a whole lot different if I didn't have any student loans. I'm telling you that much. Yeah. Here's my thing though. I don't necessarily think Fred and George are doing what they're doing to make extra money. I yeah. think they're doing it because they love it. Yeah. I think yeah. it's I one of those things like when we, that's how Ron th- is the, going back to the podcast. This. Like if this never made money, we were like, whatever right. we're doing this because we like it. We like talking about Harry Potter. Like if, yeah. it, if all the money went away tomorrow, we still would sit here and talk about oh, Harry Potter. You 100%. Know what I mean? Definitely. Yep. Yeah. And like, honestly, anything that we get, like just goes it back goes into back the box. So. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, 
Yeah, no, and I think that that's exactly how Fred and George are with it. Too. Yeah, and I honestly think that's make, that makes you more successful when you do things like that. You're not doing it for the money. You're doing it because you truly love it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Preach. Yep. <laughs> Hermione tries to <laughs> brighten. Let me straighten my tie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of soapboxes. I know. Hermione tries to brighten him up by saying, well, now they know what to get him for Christmas and that it could be worse. <laughs> His fingers could be full of pus. Mm. And I like I, I understand Ron in that moment. Not that I have ever been in his specific situation, but like we were just saying, you know, like there are burdens in everybody's life that people mm-hmm. don't talk about, whether they're financial or not. And like student loans are an issue. So like we all feel it. We all, you know, all of us sitting at this table, feel it, have it, know it, struggle with it. But it almost makes me not want to go back to school because I already have so many loans. Honestly, that's why my master's is like hanging like half is done. Yeah. And well, more than half. I need like two classes. I know I've been thinking, but uh, yeah, it's expensive. Plus, I have a kid and it's like, oof. I know. Yeah. I know. Mm. Anyways, America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this leads to her bursting out about Rita <laughs> and how much she hates her. I will get her back for this if it's the last <laughs> thing I do. And let me tell you, when Hermione says something like that, Ooh. Hermione does it. It's, it reminds me of, I'll get you, my pretty. <laughs> it's a little bit of her Slytherin side coming I out. I agree. Yeah, she is literally, she is so Slytherin side. Like, I have to say, would not want to get on her bad side. She is so much, like, of all the house. Well, because well, she's very smart. <laughs> She's loyal. She is, but she exhibits more from the other houses. I would agree. Okay. Um, but she, the thing with her is not only um, is she the type of person to like fight for what she wants, but she's got the smarts to back it up. So that's freaking terrifying. <laughs> yes, these are all these lotions. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the more that we break down Hermione, like as she's getting older. Please don't break her down. We need to build her up. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> she just like, she reminds me a lot of me. Like she You're has so cool. Oh my god! Do you think she likes brioche buns? And like, no, definitely not. <laughs> Does no. she like Taylor Swift? I don't yeah, know. for sure. Like, she and she likes cats, really obviously, because she's and Megan are like the same person. Megan, Hermione, it's like the same name. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I used to feel like I didn't identify oh, with her that much. No, you do, Hermione. but I do. The more that we like talk about her, I'm like, no, like, yeah, Hermione. I don't know why I Hermione. didn't love Hermione more growing up reading these books well, as I do now. But growing you up, but growing yeah. up, I don't think I was necessarily you were always like her. But were, now I'm like, dang, not. Hermione is like, like books. she is Emma Watson, and like Emma to me is just like. I love her because of the things that she does and yeah. her feminism and her like it's just and that's Hermione and I'm just like yeah that's that's me I love that but it honestly just, even in the past couple of years you've become more of you yeah but that's the thing when you're and Katie up, Katie I, you're like <laughs> you're not even Katie anymore you Katie is like so different in the best ways correct you're no, really coming to your own ways. and like other people Thanks, are guys. seeing like you yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh, thanks to you guys. We all but put, I feel that way. We with put her. our glasses on 
and you know we're able to see you for you. Okay. I see you for you. Not your shades. But <laughs> just because you're the coolest. <laughs> Sarah and I even talked about it at our presentation, actually. We talked about you a little bit. We didn't talk about, about Megan. Me. We didn't mention her. We took her little clip out. <laughs> 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 no, we just... You didn't you... like that I did it in front of my Harry Potter wall? No, we liked it. No. It was awkwardly in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just uh, you, you out of all of us have blossomed and changed and come into your own the most. Thanks. You are a gigantic flower. Thanks. Just that wait until she becomes good. a mom. Seriously. Even more. Seriously. Remember when I wanted to name my son that? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a son named Seriously and Massimo. Okay. Isn't that like a Target clothing brand? Yeah. No, 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 it's no, not, I don't think it's pronounced <laughs> So hate mail kept arriving <laughs> for Hermione over the next week, but she was ignoring it. However, the ones that you can't ignore are howlers, and she was even getting sent those, which That's is just... Can you imagine? Annoying. It's so bogus. Do they only come in the Great Hall, or do you think they come in the dorms, too? I guess it depends on the time. It follows probably. you, doesn't it? Yeah, just... And it explodes. Yeah, but if if you're thinking like a crazy person and sending a child a howler, you're going to want to send it when they're going to be around the most people. Why didn't you go to like Dumbledore or McGee and being like, can, can you at least stop like, this stop? from like, coming I don't even, But honestly, why didn't they stop it on their own? Well, but did they know? Like, do you know everything? Do you know that they school? know that they know about the howlers? You didn't do it right, but I applaud it's, your effort. It's whatever. I can't stand your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Harry was also, on top of that, getting really sick of telling people that Hermione was not his girlfriend. Uh, and Harry tells her, I would have been like, yeah, we're married. We've been married for 20 years. <laughs> I know I'm only 14. We have five kids. You just don't know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so Harry tells her that it's going to die down. Um, but honestly, which I love, like, I think that that pep talk with Hagrid totally, like, brought her up even more. She really doesn't care, I think, and is just more focused on figuring out how on earth Rita knew what she knew to write. Mm-hmm. How is she listening into private conversations when she's supposed to be banned from Hogwarts grounds? She even asks Judy after Defense Against the Dark Arts if, she, if he had seen her under an invisibility cloak during the second task because she is convinced that she was near... Her and Victor. She's not wrong. wrong. She's not wrong. Hey. Um, Ron. Ron just. Ron is the person that sometimes, like, I love him to death, but sometimes I really just want to smack him. But think about it. He, like, gives her, like, he says things and she's like, you know what? You're not wrong. I know. You just gave me a clue. You're not wrong. You're wrong. Like this. Hermione, is there any point (laughs) in telling you to drop this? And, like, I'm like, Hermione, no, don't tell me to drop this. Why would I drop this? This is literally, like, important. Need to figure this out. What is going on? You guys, there's so many hand motions happening <laughs> with everybody today, and I can't <laughs> handle it. I wish you could see. Um, I want to know how she heard me talking to Victor and how she found out about Hagrid's mom. I want to know how she heard me talk about Victor. I want to know why she knows all the secrets. Can you tell me? And Harry, I'm just saying, cracks it right here. He cracks it. Do it. He's a seer. Maybe. Like that excellent (laughs) clue. Maybe she had you bugged. Bugged. But But really. Moment of silence to appreciate how hilarious that is. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. He had her bugged. 
I'm saying thank you for Harry. Not I me. like that you're like moment of silent and you talked. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> moment of not silence for how awesome that is. Moment of loud. Get it? She's a bug. Um, bugged? <laughs> bugged, said Ron blankly. What? Put fleas on her or I something? I love that. Um, and I just think that's funny because like he doesn't know that term because that's a muggle thing. You know what I mean? Um, so Hermione goes on one of her Hogwarts a History rants again. Aren't you two ever going to read Hogwarts a History? I nope. read it, but she didn't What's run. the point, said Ron? You know it by heart. We could just ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the- he ever read it? No. 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 Wouldn't that be like a really cute when he's like older, like an anniversary present? Like Hermione, I finally like, read it. And he he starts like, re- like memorized it and starts reading it to her. She would die. Oh my gosh. So uh, all the substitute for all the substitutes muggles use for magic electricity computers radar they go haywire around hogwarts because there's just too much magic in the air no rita's using magic to eavesdrop she must be if i could just find out what it is ooh, if it's illegal i'll have her (laughs) literally me literally me it is you fucking hear it (laughs) <laughs> if so it's good. illegal I'll have her Ooh. <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's awesome it is illegal so anyway all of them are not wrong right now they're not wrong her, her Ron, Ron. <laughs> Ron's like haven't we got enough to worry about without starting a vendetta against Rita Skeeter as well um <laughs> Oh, I lost my spot. Oh, Hermione snaps that, that all through my session. <laughs> What's H <H-E>? E? <laughs> Hermione snaps that she isn't asking for help and she'll do it on her own. Ron asks what to the betting oh that she comes God. back with a box of I hate Rita Skeeter badges. <laughs> Can we make those? <laughs> yes. But we probably can't say Rita Skeeter. I hate and then a beetle. We'll say <laughs> we'll say RS. Wait, what does that mean again? I forgot. Or you can say <laughs> Rita. You should I spell it like R E E E T A. All ton of E's. Three H's. Um, she didn't ask for help, which Harry and Ron were super grateful for because their workload was getting crazy before the Easter holidays. Harry frankly marveled at the fact that Hermione could research magical methods of eavesdropping as well as everything else they had to do. Magical methods. Um, And Harry kept sending regular food packages over to Sirius. After last summer, he had not forgotten what it felt like to be continually hungry. Dude, I hate the Dursleys. I know. (laughs) They're dirt. (laughs) He enclosed notes to Sirius every time he sent a package telling him that nothing out of the ordinary had happened and they were still just waiting for an answer from Percy. And had... Yes. So the HEs are letting them back into the kitchens, or at least Harry. Yeah. Hermione is probably not welcome. Yeah. Or they're taking it from the table, maybe? I don't know. They could be doing that. I think Harry would waltz back into the kitchen. I he think, would at least ask Dobby or something. I think like that yeah. both Harry and Ron are welcome. Correct. I agree. Welcome I think, to the Hogwarts I think kitchen. They would welcome, let her welcome, 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 welcome. Shut it. <laughs> I think they would let Hermione in, but they would be like, you can have some tea. You can sit in the corner and not talk to No, it clears for you. You can sit with yeah. Winky. Go sit with Winky. Yeah. Oh. You can't sit with us. <laughs> We're the mean girls. She did not wear pink the on mean Wednesdays. The mean house elves. We're the mean elves. The mean house elves. We wear pink on Wednesdays. Mean AGs. <laughs> mean AGs. <laughs> Meaning cheese. <laughs> mean HEs. Meaning cheese. <laughs> 
I like cheese. Uh, Hedwig did not return until the end of the Easter holidays. Do you think they have like a week off in the spring? I feel like they they probably get a week off. I wonder if people can go home. I think you can. Yeah. I would think that you could. Oh, I think you I can. think I can. I think I can. Percy's letter came in a package of Easter eggs. Ooh, are they magical Easter eggs? So wait, eggs? Mm. it did not take her that long to get there. Is she just chilling? Or is he just like refusing to write them back? Maybe and Percy just took a long time to respond. Because he's so busy. What, yeah. So busy as Weatherby. So is he like, yo, Hermione. No Padwig. <laughs> oh, Hermione. Hermione. Or he's like, That's, maybe Hadwig just what refused he does to leave. Like alone time? I feel like she would peck him and peck him and peck him. But maybe he was like, listen, it's going to take me a little bit to do this. Why don't you go out, hunt some mice, Come see back. you in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Guys, I'm about to have another soapbox. Oh. 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 We've been waiting for this all book. (sighs) (laughs) Percy's letter came in a package of Easter eggs that Mrs. Weasley had sent, and Harry and Ron's eggs were the size of dragon eggs full of homemade toffee. Mm. Hermione's was smaller than a chicken egg. So what, like a quail egg? Those are tiny. Quail eggs are enormous. No, they're not. They're small. Oh, wait. They're giving us... <laughs> Quill eggs are enormous. <laughs> like that makes no sense without Megan was just saying. Uh, I am an egg connoisseur. <laughs> Hermione is like actually sad and asks Ron if Ma if his mom reads Witch Weekly. Is Ma Week- right? His mom reads Witch Weekly and he says yes, she does for recipes. And then Hermione mm-hmm. looked sadly at her tiny egg. It's like, I just look at it for the pictures. Yeah. I or no, I read the articles. articles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> this, makes, this makes me mad. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Yes. Legitimately makes me mad. It's she, not okay. She should have known better as a grown well, woman. And if she well, wanted think, to inquire, she could inquire. But honestly, it's none of her business. I think what's great, though, is that this really shows how, oh, as much as she is a great her, mother, that's her boy. she's not a perfect person. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, this I know. Is a good, yeah. great character. Like, she's definitely not, not a perfect person. Did you hear my soapbox Isn't about her ripping up Fred and George's person. order forms? <laughs> Hoopa stank, you're right, yeah. So I just, yes, I agree. And like she, I mean, you guys have heard me talk about Mrs. Weasley before. There are things that she does that makes me angry, real angry. Um, And this is definitely one of them. I just think that, you know, she is a motherly figure to Hermione, Many times, I would think. Mm -hmm. And to think that about somebody that, like, she should so clearly know well Mm -hmm. enough to know that that's not something she would do. It just, again, the media sucks. And, like, you can put something out there in the media and literally everybody will believe it. And all I will say is that goes on a lot in the real world right now. I have a question. And this is, like, perfect correlation. Now, is she... Angry on behalf of Harry or angry on behalf of Ron? I think Harry. Because do you think that like she knows that Ron has feelings for Hermione? I think she's oblivious to that right now. Okay. I that's my take. No. 
No, I I think she knows that her son has feelings for her in like the young guy kind of way. I'm sure he talks about her a little bit. You know what I mean? And she, a mama knows. A mama knows. I will say this about my mom. Like when I I had a cousin live with us for a while and he's like, your mom doesn't know. I'm like, let me tell you. She might not tell you, but she knows everything that happens in that house. But my mom knows all. Having you know said I mean? that, Some Meg, having said that, I think she's upset for Harry. Yeah. Because that's her kid. Yeah. And because that's who the articles are writing about is right. like, oh, she's breaking Harry Potter's heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I just, I'm baffled. Why? That I mean, this is, I mean, like. Oh, I don't like she, her. She's really. You don't like her at all? <sighs> yeah, I do. But like, I <sighs> like. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah, I I like her, but she does a lot of things that really upset me. That are me. really awesome, and that she really, really comes me. through clutch. Does she? In the end, in the end, she does come through clutch, and, and that's awesome. But she does. <laughs> what are things you not like? Oh, you don't uh, like the whole Fred being, and George. Yeah. That is Fred and George. What? Bob Shorts. Yeah, that yeah. makes me mad. <laughs> but the whole the whole Bellatrix things is pretty Bob's apron, you know. Definitely. I, Mom's just trying to do what's best. I mean, best. she has her moments, but overall, I would say she's not one of my favorite characters. And that's fine. Mm. That's mm. fine. Okay. I was just surprised. Know. That's all. I just want to, like, imagine being Hermione in this situation. So the whole, like, yeah. the whole line of Hermione looks sadly at her tiny egg. Yeah. I, I think, feel for her. Mm-hmm. Not to the level of maybe Harry feeling like Mrs. Weasley is like a, like a mom figure, but I think Hermione does really look up to her. I mean, she spends mm-hmm. a lot of time with the Weasleys, so then all of a sudden to have this person that you probably look up to who feels like Believe a mother to you thinks this Bob Shorts you? in a How random hurt. Witch That's, Weekly article. That'd yeah. be like your mom all of a sudden reading something about me and believing me. Like, that would hurt. Yeah, yeah, instead of coming to you and be like, what is this about? Right. And then you talk about it and you're like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Having a grown yeah. conversation. I'm like, right. that's terribly hurt. That makes me sick. Maybe there was just a shortage of eggs, you know? And <laughs> they have magic. She can enlarge it. Oh, okay. She probably shrunk that stuff down <laughs> to the size of a Skittle. Don't defend her okay, right here. You get out. one Skittle for Easter. <laughs> but, like, honestly, how much would fit in that compared to, like, Ron and Ron It probably and was you just, know, like, like, nothing. I know. I know. Um, it has come time for us to say farewell for the moment to our old wizard friend. He has left us lightning bolt round questions, but uh But I, I'm on my Nimbus two thousand and I'm <laughs> I'm traveling to um King's Landing right now, so I will be <laughs> You I'll don't want to take the firebolt? It's faster. No, actually I have a great question for you guys later about a Nimbus and uh firebolt. And I'm interested to see what you say because you know, you have to think about the position and you know, we'll get there. But anyways, I love you guys. We You're love wonderful. You You're wonderful people. We love you too. Can you did, do a did I, does everybody oh, yes. does does everybody Florence. know who's coming to meet us in Orlando that Ezra will be there? Just so you know, he's part of the He's replacing me. Have bought my plane ticket and I'm coming down to Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> you should bring I, your thing that you play. It sounds the, the banjo? Yeah. The banjo. You haven't played that in a long time, at least not me. I could. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <gasps> next weekend, bring it. You big party next weekend. Yeah, I'll be here. So big party of four people. <laughs> yeah. Big party. Plus so. a baby. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, in, I'll be in Orlando and I'll be in Kent. So I just want to say hi. Love you guys. You're the best. And um, I am going to listen to the rest of this episode because uh, I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, he doesn't listen to us anymore. 
I do. I do. I actually listen to the beginning and I listen to the end. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. A, it's a Sunday in so your life. So you don't listen to me and Katie. I, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, because we're the middle. No, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I listen to like the, the chit chat, uh-huh. the, the weekly profit, which is all you. And then oh, start okay. talking about the book and I'm like. So you just care about our lives. I just, and listen to I like, love you guys, you know? So what have we been like saying? Let's parts. quiz them. We should have oh, done this God, beforehand. No, don't quiz me. <laughs> I don't remember what I say on any of these. Because you, every episode, every episode you say, and I am Gaga Baga. That's what you say. <laughs> I say incoherent words, which is true, actually. Well, but so you, before you go, you have to talk like Florence. Yeah, you have to say something. <sighs> Talk about uh, talk about your podcast as Florence on, right now. My fl- really yeah. Gee, many Christmas guys. I feel I don't know how to do Florence. Um, Very carefully. All right, ready. So, what do you mean to say? What do you mean to say again? Talk about your podcasts. So, hey guys, uh, this Florence here, and uh, um, I got a couple podcasts. Uh, that's not that's not Florence at all. <laughs> what is nope. it? That? Like, I need to hear Florence. You got to do Florence. You got to talk about bend the knee. What other things do you do? You do hyperspace hangout. You Florence do that very unexpected podcast. It totally came out of left field. If you know what I mean. And it's garbage and uh, <laughs> there's a lot of trash hanging out in hyperspace. And uh, you got to clean it up. <laughs> you know, um, Katie's still my favorite Hufflepuff pub host. Host. <laughs> the ghost is the most. Um, that's all I got. I really <clears throat> bad at Florence. <laughs> I tried. I really okay. tried. So uh, we can so, do is ask. Do what is it? Do or do not? I still want to no. get a. I still There's would no love try. to have you and Julian sit down across from each other. You and Julian make and, it happen. Have a conversation. Okay, I'll see if I can do that. So. Florence really doesn't like talking to other humans. I bet. I bet. Because, you know, I'm better than everyone. Carry on, friends. I love you very Carry much. Carry on my way. Be good. Someone. Thank you, Az. We love you so much. Bye, Az. Bye. People are going to be very excited to hear they from you. They are. People are going to lose it when they hear you. All right. So I wanted to wrap up my section just with reading Percy's letter, which was short and irritated. I'm sure it was. Um, like why <laughs> he took so long to write this short and irritated letter is beyond me, but I wonder if he was like debating on whether or not to like actually tell them what was going on. Mm-hmm. I wonder mm-hmm. if he wrestled with that for a little bit and then and finally then decided, decided like, what? It's none of their business. Yeah. You know, mm. um, as I am constantly telling the daily prophet, Mr. Crouch is taking a well-deserved break. He is sending in regular owls with instructions. No, I haven't actually seen him, but I think I can be trusted to know my own superior's handwriting. I have quite enough to do at the moment without trying to quash these ridiculous rumors. Please don't bother me again unless it's something important. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. These rumors are ridiculous. Jeez. But, you know, that's, that's, that's Percy. True. That is True. Percy. That's Tiffany would say. True is true. True is true, y'all. True is true. Okay, so it's the last week of May when McGee holds Harry back in Transfiguration to tell him he has to go down to the Quidditch pitch at 9 so he can meet with Bagman and the other champions because it's finally time to find out what he has to do for the third task. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So he's walking down. He meets Cedric in the entrance hall, and they start talking about what the task might be. And apparently, Cedric says that Fleur keeps going on and on about how they're, they're going to have to go through like underground tunnels and how they're going to have to find treasure. And Harry's like, that wouldn't be so bad. I could just ask Hagrid to borrow a Niffler. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So they walk down to the Quidditch pitch, and this is funny. Cedric stops dead. Sarah, don't even make a comment. I wasn't even going to say Good. anything. Because <laughs> that doesn't happen for another couple of chapters. <laughs> and he's like... Then he really stops dead. Oh, my Lord. Guys. So he, st- he stops, and he's like, what have they done to it? Because the Quidditch pitch isn't smooth and flat anymore. It almost looks like they're building, like, crisscrossy walls all over it mm-hmm. well they are in fact mm-hmm. and Harry's <laughs> like oh they're hedges <laughs> oh they're hedges <laughs> oh. so Bagman calls him over and Fleur's attitude has changed drastically ever since Harry she beams rescued at him? Yeah. did I say beans yeah <laughs> she throws beans at him she beams <laughs> at him because he saved her sister so he, she no longer thinks he's just a little boy did we talk about that being like a turning point for her we did in the Felix Files, I think. Okay. When we did an anal- analysis of her, but I don't know if we brought it up in the episode. Yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of... That's important. There's a lot of turning points right here. Um, but I feel like she realizes, like, there's so much more than, like... Meets the eye. That and, she, like, like she, she, family. She, I feel mm-hmm. like she starts to value... Instead her, of, like, status. Her, and, and that's yeah. it. The core of these books is family and love. But really, like... And that's a message that some people don't get until it's too late, unfortunately. Percy, I'm looking at you. But, yeah, no, I think that... But, yeah, no. That, uh... I feel like that changed her a lot. Mm-hmm. It started her change, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. She's a completely different person by the time we hit seven. When oh, you're at sure. Shell Cottage in yeah. seven, she yeah. is not the floor you knew before. No. <laughs> I think she's about to meet So is she like hardwood, ne- hardwood men? <laughs> she's ceiling. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she mm. went from floor to ceiling. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say maybe she's like a nice marble bathroom floor, you know, like nice and... Hard. It, yeah, shiny. Tile. Shiny. Right now. She's Sarah, kind of there's shiny. like a pause. Sarah goes, tile. <laughs> right now she's kind of like carpet. <laughs> she's getting a little soft towards Harry. Oh my gosh. Before she what hardens is, up for the war. What is this about? What is this about? What's that? Really, What's better, our floor jokes or the polydactyl cats? <laughs> Let us take a poll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's been a long time. Yeah, let's go, Kate. Let us roll right into the next segment. (laughs) Let us roll. Let us wrap. I like let us wrap. Up this episode. Well, we're getting close. Ish. Are we? No. Gosh. I should have split this one. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's a long chapter. I know. I All right. I don't know why, but Bagman's enthusiasm kind of annoys me. Get yeah. into that. Let's talk about that, Katie. I don't know why it does. Like, I think that, you know, there should be someone passionate about these games, but I think it's because he's actually so fake that mm-hmm. I just don't mm-hmm. like anything about him. I agree. <laughs> well, because like, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Do you like, think he's, just he's like, excited ugh. because he thinks he's going to be getting some cash mm-hmm. alone? Oh, that's yes. probably the biggest motivating factor. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're welcome for the cash alone. Hundo P. Hundo P. 100%. Hundo P. Because he's like literally like bouncing on the balls of his feet. And he's like, so what do you think? <laughs> Hagrid will have these hedges 20 feet high in a month, which is pretty cool. Hagrid is like, he's got a serious green thumb. Hey. And Pumpkins, hedges. Right? Why isn't Sprout doing this? She's not busy. magical hedges. Yeah. Actually, she's busy taking they? care of her little plants. Mm. Yeah. And Hagrid's like, bro, I work out here. 
The I am the keeper tentacula. of keys and grounds of Hogwarts. This is literally my territory. Do you know, like, for forever, I thought he said keys and grains in the movie. No keys Keep and grains. Keep and games at Hogwarts. We'll make Grain. bread. Like, like, like wheat. Wheat. <laughs> wheat. Wheat a minute. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is spinaching out of control. Let's oh rock God. it back into our lives. So also because of the looks on Harry and Cedric's faces, Bagman's like, don't worry, you're going to have your Quidditch pitch back to normal. I just think it's funny because, like, they're just typical, like, sports people who yeah. like, what happened to our the pitch? Quidditch pitch? And so he's like, can anyone guess what's going on here? And, like, everyone's silent. And then Crumb just goes, maze. I know. That's exactly <laughs> how I read it, Katie. That is exactly how I read just, it. like, grunts it out. So the Triwizard Cup is going to be placed in the middle of the maze and the first champion to reach it and touch it gets full marks but not so easy because Fleur's like wow. all we have to do is get to the get to the cup that's it mm-hmm. Bagman's like no there's going to be obstacles Hagrid's supplying some creatures there's going to be spells to be broken blah 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 were you going to say something no I'm just thinking okay. like the first one to reach it's going to get full marks of death on them <gasps> Sarah. <laughs> I mean Sarah. I was thinking it but I didn't say it oh my god so since Harry and Cedric are tied for first, they'll get to enter first, then Crumb, then Fleur. And that's it. They can all go back to the castle. Like, oh. could we have just written an email or something? Why if do you we have think to do about this whole it, meeting? Katie, have you not read Hogwarts of History? I'll in read this, an owl. In this, ep- in this, so Harry and Cedric touch, they're tied for first. They touch the cup at the same time. Crumb was the second to last person to get to the cup. Fleur was the first one out. Yeah, they literally finished the, in that order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, America, and all other people listening to us. <laughs> I was going to say, it's definitely not just Americans. <laughs> so after all done with this pointless meeting. Yeah, really. Like, like you could have just told me inside why I'd have to come along. I wonder, like, if it, if it wasn't Bagman, do you think they would have just been like, yo, you got a maze, there's obstacles, <laughs> Cups in the middle. Yeah, honestly. Cups cups in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Go find it. Uh, Pip pip now. (laughs) After they're done, Crumb is like, ask Harry for a word and if he'll take a walk with him. So they walk towards... Will you hold my hand? He's such (laughs) trash. Who? Bagman. Oh, Oh, he is. I was going to get so offended. I'm like, Crumb is not trash. No. Trash Bagman. (laughs) You should like him because you're trash. Mm-hmm. He's lower than trash and garbage. He's like the dirt on the bottom of a shoe that's in the bottom of a pond. There's he's like a, 50 feet of me. He's a man or bag 50 of trash. Feet of crap than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they head towards the forest because Crumb doesn't want to be overheard. And he gets very serious. He's like, what what's going on <laughs> between you and Hermione? Hermoninny. Oh, Hermoninny. And Harry's like, nothing we're friends she's never been my girlfriend it's that skeeter woman making things up and crumbs like she talks about you a lot and harry's like yeah because we're friends that's it and this is like the greatest i don't know I, I love that harry thinks this he couldn't quite believe he was having this conversation with victor crumb the famous international quidditch player it was as though the 18 year old crumb thought he harry was an equal a real rival yeah and even mentions when they're walking he like notes that Crumb is so tall, but then once like they actually have a conversation, he feels taller himself, and like he just feels like he can relate instead of yeah 
I think he just feels good about it. He's, he's no longer this like pedestal famous yeah. mm-hmm. player. Like yeah. he's a real. It like, brings him down to earth a little bit. He's a teen, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after Harry assures him nothing's going on, Crumb actually compliments his flying. Like how cool for that's, Harry. That's really cool. That's amazing. That's like Taylor Swift being like, Meg, your cats are so cute. They are cute. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Harry's about to talk some quality Quidditch with him, <laughs> which would have been like the greatest thing ever for him when they hear something in the forest. So they see this man staggering, and it's Mr. Crouch. But you can hardly recognize him, so I'm just going to quote from the book. He looked as though he had been traveling for days. The knees uh-huh. of his robes were ripped and bloody, his face scratched. He was unshaven and gray with exhaustion. His neat hair and mustache were both in need of a wash and a trim. His strange appearance, however, was nothing to the way he was behaving. So here's Crouch blabbering away to a tree, and he's talking to him as if he's Percy, like giving him work instructions. Yes, Tiffany. So the way that he's talking and in and out of saneness mm-hmm. and, and non, like that's some, like his brains are being addled. Oh, mm-hmm. there's, there's completely scrambled. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And no matter what you think about Mr. Crouch and whatever he's done and blah, 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 blah no person deserves no. Yeah. what he's going mm-hmm. through. No. For sure. Also, what the heck happened to you in the forest, man? Because there's some scary stuff in there. Do you think he's been in the forest for a while? Like, where was Junior keeping him? Uh, he was keeping him at, I, he was at, at his home. house, wasn't he? And Did then Crouch I think, like, but I think he'd Crouch been, would he's been come, traveling. Crouch would, like, come back into his mind every now and then, and he, like, got himself out. I don't think he's been I don't think he's been out that long. But he's been out long enough to look like, like that. Like right. like beat up a little bit. Yeah. Like the beard and stuff, whatever you, you know. But right. like looking that he's like been traveling for a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> so right now he's blabbering away and he's like and when you've done that, Weatherby, send an owl to Dumbledore confirming the number of student Durmstrang students who'll be attending the tournament. Carcroft has just sent word there will be twelve. Hey. So he's like in the past. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't happening now. That's so, yeah, how you know everything's just, all. Because yeah. it's pretty soon. Like, it wasn't, you know. Oh, do you think he's, like, getting rid of memories from that point on? You know what I'm saying? So so he so, still feels stuck there because that's where his mind is. Right. And probably. because um, Judy's been addling, like, his mm-hmm. memories and stuff from stuff from the point where he like took him over. So maybe like he still has that memory and then some from future from that point. But as far as like him being like taken over, he's like trying to erase them or whatever, messing with it. Yeah. Yeah. So Harry calls to him and he just keeps blathering and then he starts to trail off. His eyes are bulging. He like staggers and falls over his eyes are rolling in his head, and Crumb would very much like to be excused from this narrative. He does not <laughs> want to be around Mr. Crouch right now. Yeah. Like, he's not used to this stuff. Where that's Harry's really just scary. Like, it's another day, you know what I mean? Dude, right. that's just a day in the life of Potter. Right. <laughs> I just appreciate your Taylor Swift reference. <laughs> You're welcome. What did you say? He Crumb would <laughs> very much like to be excused from this narrative. <laughs> Taylor said that about the Kim Kanye narrative. <laughs> I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. I'm sure she would. So then all of a sudden, Crouch just bursts out Dumbledore. And he can barely get any words out. And but he he's trying to tell Harry he needs to tell he needs to see Dumbledore. And Harry's like, okay, like just get up, we'll go to the castle. But Crouch, like, he's not moving. He says he's done a stupid thing. He looks absolutely crazy. His eyes are rolling and bulging. There's spit 
dripping down his chin. I think he's resisting oh, the yeah. imperious curse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, every word he's speaking is literally causing him, like, horrific effort. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I must tell Dumbledore. And Harry's like, okay, get up. I'll take you. Um, and Crouch is like, who are you? And Harry's like, I'm a student at the school. And Crouch says, you're not his. And Harry doesn't know what he's talking about, but he's just like, no. And Crouch says, Dumbledore's. And Harry's like, that's right. But he's, this is completely accurate because I think Crouch is talking about Voldemort. Mm. So truthfully, Harry is on Dumbledore's side. Mm-hmm. But still, Harry's like, you're nuts. So Crouch pulls him closer. Harry's trying to pull away, but Crouch is too powerful, which just, again, shows how hard he's fighting this curse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is so important that he needs to talk to Dumbledore. So he needs to warn Dumbledore. That's all he gets back out. And then he starts talking fluently to the tree again as if it's Percy. And he's talking about how his, about his son and how his son had gained 12 owls and how he's so proud. That's, like, way in the past. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if that's, like if he was thinking about the past and thinking about who his son was before yeah, all of this. That's maybe. a good point. Do you think maybe, like... That, like, really hurts my heart. Do you think Junior might have even, like, made him, like, sit down and <laughs> tortured him and be like, these are the things that you did to me and, like... I would doubt it. I don't know. Made him relive them? I want to say I hope not, but I don't know when... When you go over to that side, like, there's nothing that I think you won't do. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. also have cookies, so... <laughs> And cookies, cookies and hatred. I like cookies. <laughs> you would Slytherin. You know who doesn't anymore? <laughs> Cookie Monster. He's still he eats cookies. Gosh, they do the number of the day and then counts like whatever. Like, These are the cookies, and then Cookie it's Monster the eats them. Of the day. Ha, ha. We have problems. Yeah, we watch a lot Harry of Sesame Potter. Street. So Harry tells Crumb, stay here. I'm going to go get Dumbledore. Be faster if I go because I know where his office is. But as soon as Harry tries to move, that just triggers Crouch into being like his sane, not sane. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in the moment. Right. Like he he broke through. He needs to get this out now. So he's like, don't leave me. I escaped. Must warn. Must tell. See Dumbledore. My fault. All my fault. Bertha dead. All my fault. My son my fault. Tell Dumbledore, Harry Potter, the Dark Lord, stronger Harry Potter. So Harry is like, I will go to Dumbledore if you let go. And then he's like, yo, Crumb, you want to help me out? Like, why are you just standing there? He definitely is not the kind of person that deals with these situations. So I feel like there are people that have like the natural ability to like jump into situations yes. and do really well. And I don't he shies from it. I don't think mm. that he's one of those kinds of people. Yeah. Which kind of makes me think like, are you well suited for this tournament? Right. And would you have been able to do it? Had you not been given cheating, you know, yeah. like I told agree. about yeah, tasks. I yeah. I, I just, just don't know. Like, I feel like, uh, Fleur as well. Some, you well, have to have that innate ability to like adapt and change and go with it, go with it. And he is he is stuck like a rock right well, now. There's, there's a theory out there that Junior like literally did some magic chose on the cup. People. So it chose people that actually weren't the greatest like people like each team. But I so feel like Cedric is fine. Yeah, but he still didn't win. And maybe he Cedric is fine, but Cedric wanted to pass up the cup to Harry because he's a Hufflepuff and he wanted it to be just. And I think that that I think that that is also like something that Junior thought of, like, well, I'm gonna put somebody in there who's maybe a pushover. Mm, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Cedric in yeah. there. Yes, Cedric was definitely able to do the tasks and he did them well. But when it came to the end, he was literally going to give it up to go to Harry. It wasn't It wasn't a cutthroat tournament like maybe the past would have been when it right. wasn't. Okay, I get that. Yeah. But I mean, it just thing. it just really shows through at this moment. Like yeah. he's like, uh, yeah, he's awkward just turtle. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So even though Crumb is super ad- apprehensive, Harry does get him to like sort of agree to watch Crouch while he runs up to the castle. Um, he's like, "I'll be back with Dumbledore." So he sprints back to the castle <laughs> to uh, where Dumbledore's office is by the stone gargoyles, and he starts yelling "Lemon Drop." But like that was the password two years ago. Um, it was a valiant effort. <laughs> it was. So then Harry's like, maybe he's in the staff room. So then he starts running as fast as he can towards the stairs. And now right. it's blue. So, obviously, just like around pools, running is not allowed at Hogwarts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> God, this um, is going to be good. And especially when Snape is swishing around, you know, in his robes. And, you know, we also know he doesn't appreciate Harry, po- appreciate Harry Potter, um, especially when he's running around amok. And you know, and was like, and you know, being Potter, right? So he's just coming out of the gargoyle that hides the stairs to the headmaster's office. So he's coming out from Dumbledore's place, <laughs> and um, you know, he's like, "Dude, what are you doing here? I don't want to look at your face." <laughs> and Harry's like, "I have to talk to Dumbledore. Like he's adamant. Like I have to talk to him." And he tries to tell Snape. He's like, "Crouch is outside. He's in the forest," but he like really doesn't. Snape doesn't give him like a lot of leeway to say anything. So Snape's like, all right, what? Like, what are you talking about? And so Harry tries to say it again. Like there's crouch. He's in the forest. Something's wrong. He must be sick. And I need to see Dumbledore. He wants to see him. And he asks Snape for the password. And of course, Snape is not going to give it to him. Like, um, yeah, it just drives me nuts. Like, can you, why would Harry lie? He's just being nasty. Be nasty. Yeah. Harry, like can't, you use your legitimates to like understand that he's being sincere. Right. And, and well, why would he be freaking out? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like use your common sense. And it really irritates me that he does this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's Snape- not my most least favorite character. I will say that about Snape. So don't come at me. Usually people don't come people, at me because they're very nice. Like he's my, he's not my most least favorite, <laughs> but honestly, but, but when stuff like this happens, like you need to realize this and recognize the sense of urgency mm-hmm. and there's no reason for Harry Potter to go to Dumbledore's office yeah. with this amount of urgency. If he were just, you know, goofing around Yeah, and he wouldn't goof around with Dumbledore. He has so much respect for him. Ugh! So Snape then tells him that the headmaster is busy all along with a smile on his face, which I'm like, ugh. So Harry is adamant, such yelling that he needs to see Dumbledore, but Snape isn't having it. It's such and a waste of time. Yes. Yeah. I'm and sorry, Sarah. I keep interrupting you, but it really yeah. gets me because what could have changed had they gotten down there sooner? He a might lot. have been there. Yeah. yeah. A lot could have changed. Yeah. So Harry, this is from the book. So Harry could tell Snape was thoroughly enjoying himself, denying Harry the thing he wanted when he was panicky. And I said, dude, not nice, man. Not nice. I just don't get it. He's just being a Richard. What, Richard? No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to edit that. Um, And so... <laughs> 
Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Good for Harry that he won't give up, you know, as much as like Snape is being that. Um, he's like standing, he's like, I, I need to talk to him. And he starts saying how Crouch seems like he's out of his mind. He wants to warn Dumbledore and, and Harry stops because the wall starts to move. So he stops talking. And then luckily Dumbledore is standing there. He's coming down the steps or whatever. And he's wearing long green robes. And he's like, uh, is there a problem here off of the earth? <laughs> so before Snape could get a word out, Harry like jumps and tells Dumbledore that Crouch is hiding in the woods. Mr. Crouch, get it. He's hiding in the woods. Mr. Crouch. Crouch. So he Shia wants LaBeouf. to speak. <laughs> he wants to speak to you, Mr. Crouch, waiting in the forest, Mr. Crouch, waiting in the forest, Mr. Crouch. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> to Harry Crouch. Yeah. <laughs> to Harry's relief, Dumbledore doesn't ask any questions, and he asks or tells Harry to lead the way. And so on the way there, Dumbledore's like, "Yo, Harry, what's the haps?" <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying. He understands the sense of urgency, and he's like, "No questions asked. I let's trust go. you. Let's go." Yeah. He is not letting his prejudiceness interfere with his teacherliness. Um, so Harry tells him like, he asks, he asks Harry, he's like, what is Crouch saying and stuff? And he says, he wants to warn you. He said he's done something terrible. He mentioned his son and Bertha Jorkins and, and Voldemort, something about Voldemort getting stronger. And then I said, interesting. Moldy Voldy's getting stronger. Hmm. That's information. People are dying to hear. You're welcome. What? (laughs) (laughs) So hearing this news makes Dumbledore speed up a little bit. Harry reiterates that Crouch isn't doing well and he's worried about him. And he tells Dumbledore, he's like, I left him with Crouch. He didn't. He left him with Crumb. I love Crouch with Crouch. (laughs) (laughs) So Dumbledore doesn't like this answer. He starts walking even faster. And then he's like, okay, did anybody see Mr. Crouch? Like, did anybody see all of this go down? And I was like, I wonder if he has an inkling of what might be going on. I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like because if he knew what was going on, then he would question a lot more about things happening at Hogwarts than he does. Yeah. I think that Judy really did do a really good job with this. If he's thinking like how fishy it is that, um, that Crouch hasn't like come to anything and like I mean I'm not been at work. Like I wonder if he's has inkling like what does that have to do with the Jorkins and she's missing. I'm sure he was trying to like put the pieces together. Mm -hmm. For sure. But it like wasn't making sense. What a puzzle. Yeah. One would say. Especially because what the actual truth is is bonkers crazy. Correct. Yeah. So I'm sure I mean so the memory jumping ahead. The memories are in the pensive. So Mm. I'm sure that he was taking them out to inspect them to kind of figure out like what's yeah. going on with Crouch. Let me take a look at his back history. Why would he, why would these things be happening? Yeah. And I'm sure that's why the memories were right there for Harry to look at because Dumbledore right. himself was examining them and thinking about Crouch. So yeah. we know he's trying to figure something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So I had to find where I my voice was. We all, except for Meg, did this today. So Harry had been talking to Crumb <laughs> when um, he saw Mr. Crouch. He's like, no one else is around. And then he's like, all right. So they're like in the forest. And he kind of shows Dumbledore where they must be. He's like, all right. Thinking that he'll be able to hear Crouch because he was like, you know, spouting all of this nonsense kind of stuff. And he starts calling out for Victor, but there's no response. So Dumbledore then casts a Lumos so they can see better in the forest. And they find um, some boots on the ground. And connected to the boots is a whole human. And it's Victor Crown. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's on the floor forest. I almost called the florist is what it was going to come out. Oh. The forest floor unconscious, but there's no Mr. Crouch around. So obviously Victor has been stunned as we all are by my beauty. Yeah. Every day. Always. Dumbledore then sends a Patronus message, which I mean, it's not written out like that, but you know what it is. Cause he, Harry describes it as something silvery dart out of his wand, like a ghostly bird. And I was like, right. You want Harry? Is this our first instance of that way to send messages? I think, I think so. so. And that's yes. our first way of knowing what Dumbledore's Patronus is. Well, we don't yeah. know. He said a bird, like it's a Phoenix. Yes. We know <laughs> it's a Phoenix. And I was going to say that we know it's a Phoenix mm-hmm. only because we've read the books um but right now in this instant you wouldn't know it's a phoenix you just know it's a bird it it resembles a bird like thing i haven't read the books thanks for ruining that you're welcome dumbledore dies (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) from the ring so does Snape. (laughs) no they threw that in mordor so does harry (laughs) so does voldemort (laughs) so dumbledore then wakes crumb up he's like here i have some smelling salts smack 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 on the face bucket of water (laughs) wake up crumb Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Except I ate it all, said Ryan. <laughs> Shoving eggs in his mouth. <laughs> I could write a story. You're welcome, America and other countries. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. No. So he wakes him up and Crumb then is like, all right, Dumbledore, I got to tell you, your bro, Mr. Crouch, he attacked me from behind because he's a coward. Mm. So the Phoenix message that Dumbledore sent was for Hagrid. Um, and then so Hagrid's like barreling down with Fang and he's like, all right, Broski, go get some, go get some Carker off. Tell him what happened, and then go get Moody. But curiously, Moody's already out and l- bout lurking Ooh. in the woods. Shia LaBeouf, except Virginia it says lurking. Crouched. It says lurking in, in the, the moods. moods. <laughs> <laughs> I like lurking to lurk in, in the mood. Yeah. Lurking in the woods. Shia LaBeouf. Bartimaeus Crouch. Bartimaeus <laughs> Crouch. Julia. Dumbledore then tells Moody, all right, it is of the utmost importance that we go, that you go, that someone, we got to find Barty Crouch. So Moody goes to look. Hmm. We obviously know he either found him before meeting all these peeps or after. Mm -hmm. So here's my question, because we know if you don't know, now you will. Barty Crouch is dead. He did. He does a donail. Dead. (laughs) Well, he's dead as a bone. <laughs> so, is he dead already, or yeah. is he about to die? I think he's dead I think already. He's dead. Okay. I think that I think he's dead. Moody he's, he put actually the body was the one that stunned. It, it makes stunned more sense Victor. for Moody to be the one that attacked Crumb, in my head, because like Barty Crouch Senior isn't coherent enough to be able to yeah. just so do here, a stunning spell. Here's my thought. He's looking. He's peeping. Harry leaves. Boom. Whatever. Crumb turns around. Stun. Stun. Takes uh, his dad. Moves him out. And he either like kills him. See, I would think it'd be a stun in a Nevada. Like you stun him. He's not going to see anything. Yeah, I think he just killed him. He's stunned in Nevada. Because I think he's thinking, oh, shoot. He's resisting. I can't contain him anymore. And like, we're done with this. And what's done. the point? Like, I, I don't really need the, him. And then he moves the body. Yep. Comes out. Or do you think? No, I think he's already transfigured thing. him. You think he did it already? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I think he's. I think it's done. I think he's boned and buried. Okay, boned and buried. There we go. Um, do you think he saw Crouch on the map? Because he has it from Harry still. Yes. 
Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was probably in his office. or Was he down at the maze? He wasn't at the maze, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So he's no. probably in his office doing whatever, peeping around, drinking yeah. some poly juice. Think about how, how annoyed he <laughs> must be. Seeing him like, come on the edge. Trying yeah. to get from his office to the forest, hobbling. Yeah. Being like, I got to get there but before something honestly, crazy happens. And you know what? I bet he inspects that map constantly yep. because mm-hmm. of his paranoia. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. like Moody, Moody, actual Moody has paranoia, but I think Judy has even more paranoia than the, than the real Moody oh, does yes. because of all of the things that he's trying to do and has done. Well, and yeah. he has more, more to lose. Like Correct. he has more things to worry about. Oh yeah. Um, and this too is like completely different really from the movies because they're at the lake, right? The trio is, and they Harry goes to walk in the woods. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, and then he sees he sees the, yeah. the dead body. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah, and he's yeah. alone. Senior. Correct. Yes. Yeah. He's alone. Yeah. He's walking alone in the woods. Yeah. But like, not even in a forest. Like it's a lightly treed place. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's not like a heavily dense. Yeah. So that's a little bit different in the book. I mean, versus movie. Movie versus book. Right. Um. So yes. He did. So then Karkaroff is now on the scene. Crumb tells him about the attack, and Mr. Igor is not happy to say the least. Well, you knew he would throw and he's a like, fit. Treachery! It is a plot by Dumbledore and his ministry. First, an underage wizard and the competition, and now his, well, his being my, like, Karkaroff student has been attacked. He's like, he smells double dealing and corruption. I'm and I said, didn't sorry. Leave. My bad. You get know it. what I mean? Get it. Get the joke. What? He smells double dealing and corruption. Sorry, that was me. Sarah. You're welcome. <laughs> Fart jokes are funny. <laughs> Fart jokes are funny. But I mean, it looks suspicious. Yeah. From, you know, everybody else's point of view, but like people at Hogwarts, because they're kind of used, especially with Harry being there, they're used to crazy times True. at Bridgemont High, at Hogwarts <laughs> High. <laughs> um, so, and to show, and this is so upsetting to show Dumbledore what he Harcroft thought of Dumbledore. He spits on the ground in front of him, which is a major sign of disrespect. And so of course my main man, Hagrid is none too pleased at the blatant lack of respect. So he pulls him up off of his feet by like his furs, like the cuff of his shirt, basically like pulls him up. And we know that Hagrid's not a small man. So he pulls him up. And he slams him against a tree mm. and orders him to apologize. And then Dumbledore's like, Hagrid, you have to stop. He's like, no, don't. So Hagrid lets go of Karkaroff, but like not gently. He just drops him from where he's like holding, up, holding him up against the tree. So he obviously slides down to the ground and he's slumped at the bottom of the tree. And it even was like leaves and like, you know, pine needles and stuff like fell on his head. <sighs> Which is still not... And I don't want anyone to be like, I can't believe you wouldn't say anything. Not that people are like that, but it is wrong. For don't don't react in a use, violent use way. Your use your words. Yes. Yep. Use your so Hagrid words. was not right, but really, before any major major things happened, he stepped back. Um. Thanks to Dumbledore telling him to stop. So um. Then Dumbledore's like, Hagrid, just take Harry back to his dorm, um. And. Hagrid's like, ah, I think I should stay. And he's like, no, I really need you to take Harry back to his dorm. Because he knows that Hagrid's like very fired up. He um, respects Dumbledore a lot. And so to see someone do something that 
um, Physical? disrespectful. Yes. Like it's just, he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't stand for it. Like think of what he, how angry he gets when the Vernon, the Vernon, the Vernon, the, the Vernon university. <laughs> <laughs> like when he talks about Dumbledore being a crock pot old fool or whatever, mm, you know? Yeah. Crock pot old fool. Yeah. So he has a lot of love and respect for Dumbledore and he's not going to stand for, but like in, in a way good for him for standing up for, Someone he loves and respects. Definitely. He just needs to find a more constructive Less way. Less violent way. It. Yes. Correct. Um, so he's like, nah, I need you to take Harry back to the Gryffindor Tower. And then he tells Harry, he's like, I need you to stay there. Don't go anywhere. And anything you might want to send, it can wait. And so Harry's like, huh, I wonder how Dumbledore like knew. He was like thinking just then about how he wanted to send a letter to Sirius using Pig um, telling him all about the things that happened. Yeah. And I also think like, you know, Dumbledore wanting to get Hagrid out of that situation, but also he, I think he senses that, you know, Harry Potter might be in a little bit of danger here. Yeah. Well too. And he's thinking maybe like this isn't, um, I just lost my turn of thought. Something about like that situation. Like he needs to, it's an adult control it more. So like he doesn't want more bad things like, associated right. I shouldn't say bad things but like Karkroff already thinks like you know there's an underage wizard you're you have two I'm not gonna let this kid stay and be part of this when that, it's already been like, nice. I don't want yeah. Hagrid to have to go through like he's already had all this bad media press Karkaroff and now you're go. and now you're throwing Karkaroff around yeah, and yeah. someone's gonna write an article about yes. how giants are violent yeah, yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. So I he's guess trying that. to save everybody a little grief a little bit of grief yeah so then Hagrid um, decides he's like alright fine but I'm leaving Fang and so then off the two merriest of men go and so then I'm going to read a little bit um, from the chapter and tell you how angry little old Hagrid is little haggy hag I'll never call him that again I apologize <laughs> so he says and I quote how dare he, Hagrid growled as they strode past the lake. How dare he accuse Dumbledore? Like Dumbledore doing anything like that. Like Dumbledore wanted you in the tournament in the first place. Worried? I don't know when Dumbledore more worried than he's been lately. Oh, when I seen. Sorry. Words are hard. And you, Hagrid suddenly said angrily to Harry who looked at him taken aback. What were you doing wandering off with Ruddy Crumb? He's from Durmstrang, Harry. Could have jinxed you right there. Couldn't he? Hasn't Moody taught you nothing? Imagine letting him lure you off on your own. And then Harry's like, all right, bro. Broski. Hagrid man. <laughs> He's like, Crumb wasn't doing any jinxing of the sort. He was just asking about Hermione. And then Hagrid's like, well... Um, he's like, I'm going to be talking to her about it. Basically. He says, the less you have to do with these foreigners, the happier, happier you'll be. You can't trust any of them. And then I, my own personal thoughts said, this makes me sad. Cause that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it really annoys Harry and Harry responds with telling Hagrid like, Oh, well you've been really getting on well with Madame Maxime. And he says, you don't, you talk to me about her. I've got her number now trying to get back in my good books, trying to get me to tell her what's coming in the third task. Ha, you can't trust any of them. And then I again said, it's really sad um, to see this one. I mean, it's sad to, it's sad to see when anyone like hates a whole group of people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause just because they're different from you doesn't mean they're bad. They're just different. Um, we're all humans, but agreed. Um, yep. it, it's sad to see that Hagrid is like this really because at the beginning of the book, like had it not gone this way, had she been more receptive about the whole 
half giant thing, he probably wouldn't be saying these things. Like he, his right. heart was hurt by those. Um, not saying that this is right. I'm just giving a reason why I think this is what happened and why he's saying these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause he probably would have thought differently, you know? Um, and that's unfortunately how some people are where, you know, they have one bad experience and they now everybody's like that. Um, so Hagrid or Harry's very happy that they're finally at Gryffindor Tower because he wants to get away from Hagrid and his horrible mood, and um, he also can't wait to tell Ron and Hermione what happened. So, yeah. Whew, that's a chapter. That's yeah. A chapter. So another thing to add, though, <laughs> Alana also sings sad. Um, is like Hagrid right there with like talking about foreigners kind of reminds me a little bit of Ron. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah. 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 So it just makes me sad. <sighs> All right. Lightning bolt round. Oh, have, yeah. Yes. We, we have, have Ezra's question. Sir Ez question. Sir Ez the We have one watchful. from the chat. Do we want to do that really quick? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What kind of chocolate bar would you want as a prize if your Niffler gathered the most gold? Mally's pretzel. Mally's pretzel Mally's almond. Mm. Oh my god! I would want a giant one that has all the different Mallies, minus the crisp ones. You know what I almost said? I was like, if someone for Christmas got me a big brick of it, <laughs> it would you guys? <laughs> <laughs> it was it's so good. Yep, it's yep. so good. That's some Bob's apron, right? Oh, there. Some yeah. Bob's apron chocolate. All right, Ezra's lightning round questions. Here we go. Question number one. He spelled that so wrong. Would you rather fight Voldy with Seamus or Dean? And you spelled Seamus just wrong. Dean. 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 Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. That's Alana's answer. As a keeper, would you rather be on a firebolt? Oh, really? Would you rather be on a firebolt or a Nimbus 2000 or a clean sweep? Firebolt. 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 Flying in the sky. Firebolt, firebolt, hope I don't die. <laughs> it's really said that like we all know that now. Firebolt, firebolt. What's the other one? I was like, here is my handle, here is my tail. I sent my tuggers right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you could, <laughs> if you could only visit one professor in the summer from Hogwarts, who would it be? Lupin. I visit <gasps> Hagrid. I visit McGee. Yeah, yeah, he's a. Pr- <laughs> hold on, he's hold on, hold on. He's not alive. Yeah, does Professor you. Dumbledore count? Well, neither is Lupin. I know, but she was. That's like, what she said. <laughs> I would Scared visit me Lupin. Out of there. It's like, what am I touching? Yesterday, Lupin. Your skirt touched my foot, and I was like, <gasps> Lupin. And I was like, Ooh. can you say Lupin? Lupin. Not for you. <laughs> Can you say hi? Say hi. Are you going to be shy now? You silly, silly. Oh, really? Oh, there. She's waving. Hi. hi. <laughs> All right. Yeah, baby. You said Dumbledore. Did you both say Lupin? Yeah, Lupin. Okay. I said Hagrid. Dog. Dog. Would you rather fight Voldemort or Grind- Grindelwald? Voldemort. Because he talks Voldemort. too much. You could just zap him. Molly's making his little speech. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Fantastic Beasts or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter for books. Oh, books and I think Fantastic movies? Beasts. 
Oh, for movies. If we're, in oh. terms of movies, Fantastic Beasts, I yeah. enjoy more. Yeah. Well, mm, but like as a know. whole, TBD, top. TBD, Harry TBD. Potter. I, so I yeah. think I think because um, with with the movies of Fantastic Beasts, I have no no book to compare it to right. to judge it on. Exactly. Right. So um, it makes so the movies a little bit, more enjoyable. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, really? Would you rather go to the wizardly world of Kent or the wizarding world of Harry Smotter? I don't know what that means. Um, wizardly what? world of Kent. What is a smotter? <laughs> I don't know. You're, he's an odd human. Um, we don't know what that means, sir. Um, if you had to make out with one wizard what? or witch what? from your own house, who would it be? What? From my own house. Hey. I would pick either Cedric or Tonks. Character-wise, <laughs> Tiffany, who would you make out with? Would you make out with some Harry Potter? I don't have Mary money. I would probably make out with Luna. Ooh, nice. Because I'm trying to think of the guy ones. There's not a ton of guys. I'm like, yeah, I enjoy. Roger Davies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would make out with Dean Thomas. Oh, but I have to pick my own, own house. house. <laughs> like you're not I would make out with Dean Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I don't know. Goyle? <laughs> no. I guess Draco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess Draco. Crab. Not Blaze. <laughs> uh, oh, Blaze is actually really attractive. Maybe I Blaze. mean, the guy that plays him is cute. Yeah. Right. Blaze Zambini. Yeah. Okay, what's the next question? Favorite Potter candy? Um, I like those cauldron cakes. That's not really candy. Those are really good. But it's really good. Pumpkin pasties. I'm not a huge pumpkin. I, I enjoy. Is that a candy, though? No. I actually really like the jelly slugs. They taste like Swedish fish. I, so I don't like Swedish fish, Oh, though. God. I haven't had a ton of candy. I'm not a huge candy eater. Like, I'm not a sweets person. Oh, yeah. The fizzing Wisbees are fun, too, because it's Pop Rocks inside yeah, the chocolate. I, I like, like fizzing those. Whizbees. Yeah. yeah. Meg, what do you, you like, Alana? Nothing. <laughs> fizzing Wisbees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, would you keep it a secret or keep it? Would you keep it secret or keep it safe? Safe, safe, safe. That's Safety a, a, begins with me. <laughs> yeah, that's a Disney thing. It is a Disney thing. I, I really. That's a good question, like, Tiffany. You didn't answer. Safe or secret? Safe. Favorite Fantastic <laughs> Beast. Niffler. Niffler. Or a hippogriff. Or a werewolf. Phoenixes count? Yeah. yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> Does this real. beast count? <laughs> Credence. Oh. oh out. I also like Nifflers. And unicorns. They're cute. Um, oh, my gosh. What is your favorite Star Wars podcast? Y'all know the answer to this. BB-8 Rebel Radio. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> BB-8 Radio. <laughs> Which might not be a thing. Hyperspace hangout. Hyperspace hangout. Never heard of it. I also like Force Toast. Force Toast. Hoo ha ha. We had one more in the Mama. chat. Which Harry Potter kid, either their kids or one of the main characters as a kid, would you like to babysit? I'd want to babysit Scorpius. Oh my gosh. Scorpius. That's a good one. <laughs> well, who, do, who would Sarah like to babysit? Yeah. Oh, sorry. What was the question? Scorpius. Who would you want to babysit? <laughs> <laughs> Which Harry Potter kid 
uh, either their kids or one of the main characters as a kid, would you want to babysit? Um, I would probably. I mean, I think Harry would be easy to babysit. Yeah, <laughs> Hermione too. I would say Harry or Hermione. I would just. I would I make Hermione read me stories. <laughs> right. I originally was thinking Fred and George, but then I was like, "Ooh, they're no. probably gonna be like not great." Fan story. Yeah. All right. This week's fan story comes from Jordan. I just found your podcast through Reddit a few days ago, and I've been listening nonstop. When I heard you discussing Potter stories each episode, I couldn't wait to share mine. My name is Jordan. I'm a Ravenclaw, and my Patronus is a snake. My Harry Potter journey started when I was in seventh grade, 1999-ish. My mother bought me the first book when she had heard so much about it. It took me a long time to read it. She basically had to force me. But once I finished it, I was hooked. We immediately went to the bookstore to buy Chamber of Secrets and began growing up with each character. I can remember where I was in certain moments of each book, but most notably, I remember the night when I read that Snape had killed Dumbledore. I was 18 and staying with my family the night before moving into college. What a time. For a while, it was a tradition to go see the new Harry Potter movie with our family at Thanksgiving. I'm currently trying to convince my husband to read the books, but for now, I will be happy that he watches the movies willingly every time they come on TV. My son's middle name is James, and my daughter's nickname is Lily. Totally unintentional, but I love it. Now I get to rewatch everything through their eyes. I can't wait until they are old enough for me to read the books to them. Thanks for what y'all do, Jordan. That is so cute. Super sweet. Thank you. And that's what I'm excited for, too. Like, Like, I am sharing this with, like, you guys sitting here at this table and everyone in our community because I'm kind of rereading them again these last couple books for the first time in forever. When I when we get to five, it's going to be like, oh my Whoa. God, my mind's just going to be blown. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, like when me and Meg start our family, like it's going to be so crazy to relive this like through completely fresh eyes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like to share that and just like watch, hopefully if they don't like it, you oh, know. they'll like it. Dude, I, I don't know what I'll do. Wait, <laughs> I know to read this with you, little Rose. It's gonna be super cool. <gasps> she waves super to microphones, cool. you guys. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you, Jordan. Thank so you much so for, your Thank you for your story. All right. So if you want to follow us on all the different social media channels, we are there on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast, Swish Flick Cast on Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you go subscribe because we're going to do episode... Oh, we already did episode 100 live by the time you see this, but never mind. Um, For future live things. (laughs) For future live things that we'll do. Make sure you go subscribe and hit the little bell to get a notification whenever we post something. Um, also you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash swish to gain access to the Felix files. Join us for monthly hangouts. Um, we post like our docs on there, all kinds of fun stuff. So make sure that you check that out. Also, you can find all of our merchandise and info on swish flickcast.com. Dan-com. <laughs> um, so this past weekend, as of this being recorded, uh, we had Alana's first birthday party, mm-hmm. and her birthday's coming up on this Wednesday of, as we're recording this. She'll be one when this episode's out. She will be, which is crazy. It makes me want, like, I almost started crying yesterday. <laughs> I've been crying. It's been crazy. She's just, you're a great little person, Lana. You're pretty cool, Lana. 
You're super cool. Super cool. Lady Supreme. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk about it too much because I'll start crying. It's been a wonderful year with you, Miss Woes. It's mm. also our second birthday. Yeah. yeah. Coming Her first up. birthday is our second birthday. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like so crazy. Like the day that she was born last year and we're like, it was like towards the end of the day, we're like, Swish and Flick was born on this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was so mm-hmm. meant to be. It was meant to be. You're a little swisher. And watch, it's going to be meant to be that she won't like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, but make Star Wars is better. <laughs> Just as long as you love something. Right, Rose? You'll like Harry Potter. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> For the greater good, you will enjoy it. I'm just interested um, to see which house she's going to be in. I think I it's think, a Ravenclaw, but yeah. you never know. She could follow in mom and dad's footsteps. She's currently trying to read Gablet of Fire as we speak. Cool. Hi. Okay. And you love the books. books. She does. She does books like I do books. So she's probably Ravenclaw. <laughs> probably no Ravenclaw. No, literally, if you ask her if she wants to read books, she gets so excited. She loves Mr. Brown. Can Moo, can you? Look at her. She steps and looks at me. What do you think, Lana? Can you go? Can you blow? Yeah. Oh, she legitimately so blew out her candles. Miss so Wolves. <laughs> oh. I know. And so that's just what I've been doing. And then we're gonna be getting ready for Kent. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about you guys? We daily vlog the Petrus family on on uh, YouTube. Oh. You can follow us, Katie and I, on our crazy adventures. I just had a test done for our fertility journey called the Sano HSG test, and everything came back normal and good. Woo-hoo. First time for Megan, something coming back normal. Hey, <laughs> they said that. Um, they said that everything was working really well, and they don't expect us to have issues. But I know that that's been said to people before, and they have. So we're just gonna have to see how it goes. Just so have some faith, baby. When, when the yeah. time comes, send us some baby dust. Mm-hmm. Baby dust. It's going to be a little bit. We're still uh, not really ready to not be just Megan and Katie, but we're definitely taking the steps to get there. So, yep. It's a long process for people who are not a boy and a girl. I'll let Alana send you whatever dust you need. Okay. Well, it could be, even then, it could still be a long process. No, for sure, but it's just a different process for us. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Look Shira. Getting put over there. <laughs> Are you not going to add anything, Katie? Make sure you come see us at Wizardly World of Kent. We're, yeah. We're getting ready for it. We're ordering some merch to sell, ordering some buttons, stickers, all kinds of fun stuff, planning what we're going to do. We're really excited to meet everybody. Hopefully yes. you can make it out. It's July 27th. Mm-hmm. Even if just to say hi real quick, that'd be cool. Yep. Um, what am I doing with my life? Um... Still trying to find a job. If I might move, who knows? Um, but I just got in this episode that we were recording the day before I leave for Aruba, so I will have been back for a week now. Oh, back to reality. Um, back to life. Ooh, I yep. Um, so hopefully I didn't get burnt like a crisp. Wear your sunscreen. That's important. Yep. You yeah. tell her, Alana. Um, and other than that, I'm just trying to get ready for Kent. Like I'm not. I, I just am working a lot, working in podcasting. That's literally all I do with my life. So I'm trying to You're find a new job, possibly in Columbus. So if you guys have any job offerings for me, let me know. I'd like to move. 
She's like, no, you will not move. But we'll see. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. That's true. Um, I believe that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! my voice! <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode nothing of Swishing Play. <laughs> I only read what's on the teleprompter. There we go. Hello, Swishers. We're coming to you live. From Cleveland! Live from Cleveland, it's Sunday morning! Afternoon! Oh, I guess it is. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.